Remember, flush Umiko supremacy. Almost Johnny. What? Oh, with the spammer? Really? Oh, no, maybe not. I think he was typing Nick yeah. Yagi. Well, if it happens, just you can. It's not a voice, you don't have to chat. Alright, I think we were oh. live. We are live. Hello, everyone! It's Dylan from Yu Gi Oh! Everything, and welcome back to another episode of Talking Yu Gi Oh! Sevens Up, episode 46. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's all right, man. We all make mistakes. It happens to me all the time. <laughs> Grilled to perfection. Hashtag the Yogster. Thank you so much for making us a part of your Wednesday evenings. We are here to talk all things Nick Yagi, Sweet Skakako, Machine Cavalry Club, Tiger, Goha Double Six, The Old Man in the Ramen Shop. I mean, this yeah. was really a loaded, loaded episode, and I am so excited to get down to the nitty-gritty with two of my closest friends, two people you all know and love. Pete, Nick T, how are you guys doing today? Doing great. Had good, some, uh, had some Mexican food for Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, yes. Delicious. Of course, good. And, and, and Red Bank? No, we were over in Freehold. Okay. Well, I'm happy you had a good dinner. Thank you. You're doing well? Yeah, I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for being a part of this. So, and thank you guys for all being a part of this uh, podcast as well. Uh, once again, this is the number one watched Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's podcast in the world. That's true. That is That's insane, true. and I'm so thankful for that, and that is all because of you guys. Um... We have a lot to get to. Uh, obviously, there were a couple of bets on the line, including cowboy hats and yeah. hot wings. Uh, you'll also notice that someone is missing. Uh, Nick Calibro got his second dose of the vaccine this morning, um, and so Calibro is unfortunately not able to make it. He wasn't sure how he was going to be feeling. He didn't want it to hit him while we were live, which I think right. is very fair. It's definitely fair. So, he and could be... You know, getting fever right now. Like, we don't know. Yeah, we don't want to be around it. I don't want to be around it, you know? So I told him, yeah, stay home, rest. So I think the hot wings, the cowboy hats, that has to happen when we're all here because we all want to do that together. So it will happen. And I also have to start the stream by saying, God bless Nick Yagi, the savior of Yu-Gi-Oh! But I promise... Another month. Another month, yes. But I promise you the hot wings and the hats, as long as we're all here next Wednesday, which we should be, yeah. um, that will happen next I'm sure, Wednesday. I'm sure Cal will be in, in uh, good health by then. He'll be in, well, hopefully. Oh, I'll see. Hope, hopefully Cal will be in good health by then. But he did write in his um, a little synopsis that he oh, had about the episode. Okay, um, Thankfully he doesn't watch these, so we can just say whatever he's we want. He's literally here. We can, oh, he is here. Oh, yeah, God. Well, that's great. He's going to want to stick around for the opening monologue. I, I'm actually disappointed he's not here, but I got a great monologue. But before we get to the monologue and before we get to our thoughts on episode 46 and any crazy theories we have, I do want to go into everyone who super chatted or donated in the last stream. There's two ways to donate, the super chat link on YouTube or the link in the description. Mm -hmm. I get a little more of a cut from the link in the description. Uh, PayPal takes like 5% while YouTube takes 30 to 35%. But if you feel comfortable donating and you choose to support me that way, doesn't matter which one you use. I mean, if you're more comfortable with one or the other, that's completely fine. Just know I appreciate it greatly so much. And um, I want to read off the names of everyone who supported us in the last episode, because that is, I think, the only fitting way to really kick off these podcasts. So a big thank you to Sean Gilbride, Hi. X-Slayer, Kyle Cesar Campos, Ice Aiden, Nicholas Horton, Janeth Erst, The Saxophone Beast, Adola Burst, Goosey Q, Dylan Adams, T. Pinkstaff, the Nerds, Nick Schoner, Legendary Duels, Mega Karibo, Solid Snack, Limestone, Chapel of Flapple, and Entime. And a special thank you to Drago77Blue, who I think ended up donating over $100. He had a $50 donation, a crazy high donation. So I uh, wanted to start, wanted to give him a special thank you and thank you to everyone who uh, donated. I think the next um, item that we will be getting for the channel, um, I am thinking about getting another high... Tiger. 
not a live tiger. A high, a high quality camera, maybe another Sony A6000 God to get a couple damn. of different lens. We might get another professional light in here. Um, that way, you know, based on who's talking, where the conversation is, I can just kind of switch the cameras, make it look more like a professional, you know, show and setup. So um, that's where the donations are going to, just increasing the quality of this production. And, uh, you know, I can't thank you enough for that. So you guys are all amazing. Um, are you guys ready to uh, begin? Well, as I do a completely manufactured transition uh excuse me of donos uh we got a couple big ones here really okay uh and maddie dolburst is here oh maddie donated man 50 bucks 50 bucks thank you so much maddie thank you dude hope you're all having a great night last big donation for a while so hope this influences you to start moriarty the patriots it will you know what maddie just for that bro i am 100 going to start it this weekend i think i was going to anyway but i will 100% 100% started. We were talking about jujitsu. Pete just finished episode 11, so he's getting to the uh, to the end there. Crazy. Well, you're halfway through, but that's a, that's a start, dude. Yeah, it's, it's really good. Um, so, Matty, you, you turned all of us on to it, man. But what you have done for me specifically and for this channel, I cannot thank you enough. Thank you for a $50 donation. That is insane, dude. Especially considering the donations you have given me throughout April. It was just nuts, man. You, you you're good for the year. Yeah, no big donations man. for a while. I want you to stay true to that because some people say that and then they're donating the yeah, next day. Yeah, so right. please, please stay true to that. Save up for that merch and that vacation in June. Um, but man, I love you. Moriarty the Patriot. I'm going to start it. Thank you so much for the big donation. And that is a, a crazy way to kick off the stream. Well, it, it is well, crazy, you say, yeah. because an X Slayer came right back like <laughs> ten seconds later and donated he's fifty bucks. Jesus and Christ! And he X Slayer. Said, uh, he said, "Just when you thought that Nick Yagi was going to lose, he stood out on top and killed the living crap out of Sweet Chicago." Yes. Now we pray for what turns out to begin the error of TGE Yogster. Overall, really enjoy this episode, but the duel yeah, it was myth. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I kind of agree with what Xlayer is saying. Xlayer, thank for thank you so much for the massive fifty dollar donation. Yeah, right. uh, thank you for rubbing it in my face. I appreciate it. Fantastic. I know I'm going to be taking some uh, some slack from the the chat and, and these two tonight. So I'm I'm, I'm I'm well prepared for that. When we get to Yagi and Kakago, I'm I'm well prepared for that. And Xlayer, I apologize. No hot wing and cowboy hats tonight. Want to do it when we have a full crew. Right. So that should be next week. We're absolutely going to do it. Should be next week. I'm um, looking forward to it. Maddie, Xlayer, the two of you have done so much for me and for this channel and for this stream itself, for the Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! stream. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. You guys are amazing. I hope you enjoy the show tonight. I hope all of you enjoy the show tonight. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday nights. Uh, with that said, you guys ready to start? Let's do it. Yes. Why don't you start us off? Oh, thank you, man. Yeah. So you do it way better than the guy that's throwing me <laughs> So I want to talk about the, the moment that everyone is talking about from this episode. No, it wasn't Goha Double Six becoming a, a comedic figure like that and losing any sort of villain legitimacy that they had. It wasn't the Tiger Asana moment, although that was a great moment. It wasn't even Nick Yagi beating Kakako or Kakako making a grave miscalculation by saying the name Finger Chikako, even though nobody brought up Finger Chikako. Yep. And it wasn't even the maniacal ramen man at the end of this episode who has, I guess, a massive tie to the plot of the story even being set in motion it wasn't any of that it was the bro moment at the end of the duel when sweet skakako rode off on that horse back to her time period which is complete bs i'll get to that later uh and nick yagi was very torn apart and menza burrow just put his hand on nick yagi's shoulder it reminds me of high school 
Cal, you watch it? Oh, here we go. <laughs> there was a girl named Courtney. You guys remember oh, Courtney? Yeah, well, how, could, how, right. how could I forget? <laughs> <laughs> I had a crush on this girl named Courtney. I told Calgro about it. And uh, Calgro, about two months later, ended up, you know, Doing the thing. Doing the dance. Yeah, the, dancing. Yeah. I like that. Doing the dance. Dancing with, with Courtney. And uh, I was pretty upset. I was Menza Burrow after Sirocco left him. Right. I was pretty upset. Right. Yeah. And then three months after that, while our friend Cal was talking to her, yeah. she ended up doing the dance with one of our other friends. Yeah, that's true. You know, that Maddie. Oh, oh, I, I, I remember. <laughs> yeah. I remember well. These and, I, yeah. and I remember Calibro was very upset about that. Oh, absolutely. And so Calibro. He just needed a bro. He just needed a bro. And Calibro was Nikiagi on one knee, upset on the ground. And I walked over to him. As someone who understood what it was like to lose her, I get it, man. That's beautiful. I get it. That's beautiful. And so I have never felt so more closely intertwined with the ramen club, with Nikiagi, with Menzaburra. I get it. I get why you guys like this guy. And uh, it just reminded me so much of the early friendship that me and me and Caliber had. I wish he was here because I I, I perfect. I think he would be very thankful for me recalling that story. I, I, I think he'd be he proud of you. I think he'd be very. Proud. I think he'd be very thankful, and I think I don't know. He might have gotten emotional if he was here in person. Maybe he's getting emotional right now. Yeah, from home. He um, probably is. That coupled with the shot, he's yeah, crying. Yeah. So I Cal mean, she was the one that got away. She was. She was. The, yeah. Yeah. From from both of us. Arguably, yeah, argue. you could you could argue in the end all three. <laughs> yeah. She she danced a lot that year. Let's just say that. Cal, <laughs> I love you, man. Wow. And I uh, I hope you enjoyed the uh, the analogy there. But yeah, great bro moment. Nick Yagi Menzaburo, great friends, and the ramen club. Um, outside of obviously our main clubs, is easily the most fleshed out legitimate club that we've gotten in seven so far. All in all, um, general impressions. Uh, the duel was okay. I, I'm not as harsh on the duel as everyone else. Uh, it's rare that a half episode duel is ever going to blow me away. Yeah. So when the duel started in the second half of the show, in the episode, I was like, all right, it's going to be a quick one. It's going to be Nick Yagi. Sweets beats over him, Thank doesn't get the win. For and then Nick Yagi beats know. over her and does get the win. So, right. like, I, I knew that's what it would be. The only time I've ever been blown away by a half-episode duel was Neil Yuga round one, and those circumstances Very were different. insanely oh, yeah. different. So you can't really compare. That's not the standard. That's an exception. Yeah, exactly. That's an exception. So duel was, yeah, quick, but I thought the plot stuff more than made up for it in this episode. And all in all, um, a phenomenal episode for the plot. And there's so many different things going on with all of our teams right now. Uh, that I absolutely am really enamored by what's happening in the show in this arc. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on the episode? Um, I thought it was a great episode. I mean, my feelings about the uh, the duel itself was sim were similar. It didn't blow me away. It was fun. I liked the 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 card designs. I thought that was really cool. But um, other than that, the duel was just it was just there to serve the the one purpose, right? Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of the plot stuff that we got, I found really intriguing. You know, from on one hand, like learning, a, fleshing out. The um, sort of food, I don't even know what we want to call them, the Menzaburo group, the food group there. Um, and finally giving Nick Yagi a sort of a place among, uh, in it because up until now he was just kind of there. Yeah. Um, and now he wasn't like, even speaking. He like, wasn't he even speaking. Even... He never, yeah. But now, yeah. like, it really proved that him and Menzaburo have this bond. They're bros. Because not only did Menzaburo come to, to um, what's the word, provide solace for Nick Yagi, 
Um, earlier on, when Munzaburo is shocked that it wasn't Noodle, Nick Yagi comes over to... It came to his aid. He came yeah. to his aid. Sucked in. So they're, they're there for each other. They're locked in. And I think yeah. that actually, like, as silly as it is, I think it's it was a really good moment for both their characters. Um, on top of that, I liked... Um, I really liked that the... Uh, whatchamacallit? The journalism club kind of showed up. I, I, I like seeing more of them. I kind of want to see them sort of report on the goings-on of the, the plot because I think that would be an interesting sort of subplot to have them reporting on all everything that's going on. Yeah. Um, and plus, I actually just like... what's I don't remember the head journalist's name, but I uh, really Bacaro. like his... Bacaro. I yeah. actually like his character a lot. Yeah. Um, and then just like the weird... I mean, yes, I was I disappointed that Goha 66 didn't turn out to be this big, crazy thing. Sure. It was funny, though. And um, I don't know. I guess that's really it. I mean, I think that we had... You know, a little teases here and there. What's going on with the ramen guy? Um, what's going on with everybody that lost? Why are they zombies? And then the kind of the one I think is the most interesting is what is going on in the interaction between Asana and Tiger. Okay. Because yeah. I think that is a huge thing. We've been teased a bit before. Like, there's definitely a history between Tiger and um, Goha 7th, but we mm -hmm. still do not know. Or, yeah, 7th or 6th? Uh, Goha, Lone Machine Cavalry Club. Yeah, whatever. It's Goha 6th. 6th, excuse me. Um, there's definitely a history there, and uh, I would like to learn more. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the zombie kids. I want to talk specifically about Goha Double Six, the alien girl, which you didn't even mention. I, who is this alien? Is it one person? Is it multiple it people? Is, yes. We're gonna talk more about that. Uh, we got the ramen shop madness. We're gonna talk about, and we're gonna also talk about Tiger and Asana and the Machine Cavalry Club um, as our our main topics. But generally speaking, Pete, your thoughts on the episode? Yeah, I, I had fun. I mean, you know all. Uh, the Yogster moments aside. Uh, no, I, I had fun. I had fun reacting to it with you on Saturday when it first came out unsubbed and then re-watching it again today uh, subbed. It, it still has the same effect to me. I don't, I'm don't. i not really that hard on the duel, honestly. It's. Mm. I, I wasn't expecting much. Like you said, it, it's half an episode duel. And, so, it's, and it's two characters we've never seen duel right, before. So, like, I expect that. I, I guess I can understand that, like, yeah, they both kind of level up, per se, right? You know, she goes up 800... You know, life points and then wipes him down to 300 and then he comes back and pretty much OTKs it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so I can understand there wasn't a lot of, a ton of movement or strategy there, but yeah. there was still, he still had the effort to make all of her monsters fire attributes, which at first you're like, well, he's just helping her with his field spell, so what is he doing here? And it was just because his effect later of the monster he was going to pull out is 25 or 100 more. Like, so there was a method to his madness. Yeah. Um, I thought they gave a little bit more development than what I was expecting of Nick Yagi. Mm -hmm. um, I agree with he that. He actually, and, and I'll say it, I'll take it from a different angle than you guys. I'll take it from the Sushiko angle. Um, because she's really the voice for us in this episode where we don't really know a lot about Nick Yagi. She's kind of, we're Gakuto. In that moment. Yeah. Where Gakuto's kind of like, oh man, you know, I should have dueled. Like, you know, he looks like he's done for. And she's like, no, like, this is, he's just getting started. He's heating up. Now he's, he's a little, up. he's a little angry. Heating up again. And so I thought we kind of had those moments through her. And it shows that we know she's a capable duel. So we found that out last season, right? And then I think it also shows that this group is, is, is tight because she's giving Nick that respect as well. Where she's like, no, he, he can hold his own. Like, he is a pretty talented duelist. I've seen it. You guys haven't seen it, but I've seen it. Yeah. And I thought those moments were really well done, so. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let me read what uh, what Calibre said about the episode. 
Solid episode. Kind of disappointed with the immediate comedic relief that Goha 66 had when they approached them. Yeah. Yeah. Love the Tiger and Asana interactions. Tiger X Asana? Five question marks. Caliber shipping. I never thought I, I'd see the day. I'll, like join, I'll join the boat. I, <laughs> but classic, Rook go, classic Rook going for the food before the duel. Big dub by Nick Yagi, and of course he fell in love with sweets the same way the ramen dude did with noodles, LOL. Intrigued by the ending with the autograph and Yuga's group at the ramen shop. Overall, like the episode, but Goha Double Six is starting to look like it could be a short-term villain with the way they were introduced here. Yeah, I completely agree with them. Mm -hmm. I think it's a good transition, because um, that was, I think, the one real... The duel a lot of people didn't really love, uh, understandably so. Goha Double Six is also something that I personally didn't like. A little bit of a miss. Yeah, you know, yeah. it... it it's interesting because I loved and I've praised the guy who's voicing um, the main leader of Goa Double Six to have 66 characters that are obviously, you know, I guess boomers that just hate kids. Right. What that tells me is it tells me it's going to be a lot of what they did with Top of Hexagon, where it's going to be a lot of faceless and nameless characters. Yeah. Characters that are just there to get smoked. Yep. Characters that really are not going to have that much of a purpose to the plot. There is no way that we are going to learn more than maybe three names and people of the Goha Double Six. Think about it. 66 characters. We had six characters. 10% mm -hmm. of that for Top of Hexagon. How many characters can you name from Top of Hexagon? One. Meaning, yep, yep, yep. that is it. You cannot name any of the other Did five. Did they even give the name for uh, 66? Like the Lee guy? I guess we, I Did guess he say his it, name? properly it's Silhouette Man, but no. But he yeah. never gave his actual no, name? No, he never gave his actual name. Yep. So, now, that's a very high-profile voice actor. I've said to not fall into the trap of thinking high-profile voice actor is going to be a big role. Remember, Vira and Vrains was voiced by... Uh, the woman that voiced uh, Callan from Code Geass, and so a lot of people were like, oh boy, yeah, right. this is, and she duels once, so. It's a trap. Yeah, you, you can't, there's no equation there. There's no correlation at all. Admiral Akbar. But that, that, <laughs> that being said, um, go on double six, being more comedic. I mean, right before they brought in Goha double six's comedic role into the show, uh, Mr. Goha really got his, you know, threat back on with what he did to Mimi. Yeah, um, definitely. And so his legitimacy, I think, kind of went up and then Goha double sixes. You know, you just don't really know where the villains are going to be on this show. Right. Um, in terms of, like, seriousness, in terms of legitimate threat. I don't want to just completely discount Goha double six because no. of this. Uh, especially if they were the ones that potentially brainwashed and zombified the, those kids. Like, we right. still, that's very unanswered. We have no idea what's going on with those kids. Why do they turn into zombies after losing a duel in the tournament? That shouldn't happen. Yeah, that's very... That's weird. not a normal thing. And when they come across all these seemingly bodies in, like, an abandoned playground, yeah, like, that was up. pretty effed up. So yeah. if Goa Double Six is responsible for that, they can very quickly be the, like, joking characters, but also, like, okay, they do have, like, a mean streak. Kind of like a Mr. Goha. Yeah. But what were your thoughts on Goa Double Six? Were you okay with it? A little disappointed like me? Or very disappointed? What were your thoughts? You want to jump in? Yeah, if you want to jump in. Um, yeah, I was definitely disappointed. Uh, it's only been one episode. Right. Right, so I can't judge it, as you just said, with Mr. Goha, right? If we judged him completely, and now he seems to be taking a little bit of a darker turn, we'd be missing the boat on that. So, mm. I'll wait a little bit, but at the moment, yeah, they seem like a bunch of boomers that uh, are just upset that children are being more innovative than they are. Yeah. I guess that's what it is, because we didn't even really get their motive, which is yeah. okay. We'll get it. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. But, like, we didn't yeah, really get a full motivation. You know, he, he took reason. a shot at Asana's machine, Calvary machine, which, which I was yeah. like, 
okay. So like like I think they're pretty rocks. cool. And, yeah, and so, so are they are they targeting Goha because Goha is claiming that they created rush duels and they believe Goha? I don't know. We don't we don't we don't have it enough there. I yeah. mean we're talking about they take a shot at the machines, which I think are pretty cool now that they have the yeah. parts, right? Right. These guys and gals lined up in a line behind the main guy yeah, and appeared perfect. on sequence when he sent you to do a dance number. I mean, yeah. so what are we talking about right, here? Right. I mean, like, come on. No, so they right. need to take a little look in the mirror, a little self-reflection. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. A lot so, of movers do. So, yeah, so <laughs> because, because there's so many of them, probably 99% of them will be throwaways. I mean, that's... What's right. gonna you happen? Can't give us I think it's gonna be very. It's gonna be the montage. <laughs> Imagine a whole several arcs. That's all it is. But I think it's gonna be the montage that we've gotten in the last couple episodes, where it's just gonna be Rook and the crew and Yuga just wrecking shot. Yeah, oh yeah. Just beating them left and right. Yeah, uh, montage. I like their that. motivations right now are unclear, and I think I guess that's the most fascinating part. But yeah, the. Uh, the creepiness and my fear of them significantly dropped. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think it's kind of interesting though because, like, when I think try to think about it objectively, like, yes, like maybe it is just a bunch of like boomers who hate kids, but like, what exactly would cause a group of sixty-six individuals who just hate children to like organize in like in some kind of power structure? Like, why would Goha sixty-six even just form? Just like, ah, we just hate kids. Like, there has to be a motive. It's not just... Oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're digging in that mountain for a reason. There's something there. Right, there has And, and Asana yeah. says, like, is it for maximums or is it something else? Well, so I think and, that and hints... The, and that. the other thing that... and they So I will say that even though the, the threat level, I think, went down a little bit, they're, they're still very fascinating. Yes, I The agree. fascination of them has not decreased. Sure, the threat level may be a little yeah. bit. But they're still very fascinating because of what you just said mm -hmm. and because they're wearing outfits that so closely resemble Goha Corporation. Yeah, the, outfit, the mask, the suit and tie. So closely resemble Goha Corporation. And yet, after Nail does his extensive research, which I like that because Nail's a Goha employee, so it makes sense for him to do it, they don't exist in the database. Yeah, right. None of them exist Roa, in the database. Roa had fun with that, didn't he? Yeah, Roa, I think he said... Um, a little Miss Providence. Yeah, well, I think I think it was a Satsuri-chan, so I think he said right, so Providence-chan, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. I had to change it a little bit, which is... <laughs> Roa Roa is just amazing, uh, and we're gonna talk about them in that ramen shop scene at the end because what the what the flip was that? Um, honestly, this episode was very enjoyable. There's just so much going on right now. Um, but yeah, fascination level still pretty high with Goa Double Six. But I was a little disappointed of the very very comedic yeah. twist that they mm -hmm. they had. Um, we'll keep it in the cave. And Caliber said it. Tiger Asana. Um, what, what are your, uh, what are your thoughts on that scene? I mean, Tiger's just such a badass. She's just such a, an antithesis for what we're used to when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh! women. Agreed. And, uh, I, it's such a, a treat every time she's on screen. Yeah, I like that scene. I like that scene a lot. I think, uh, it played out a little bit different than I thought it was. Because at first, given the little background we got, that one ending shot, I thought they'd be a little more friendly to each other. Yeah, but there's some rivalry. It, it, it's definitely rivalry. It's not even, like, a hate thing. There's just... There's some friction there yeah. about who's kind of the more leading yeah. woman there and who's better, yeah. right? Yeah. Who's who's more powerful? Um, but I like that both of them don't back down, right? Yes. No, and no. they kind of have a moment there where at the end, I think it's the last shot you get of them in the episode. She says, uh, "Tiger says Asana's like full name," and then Asana, who just got told not to say Tiger's actual name, yeah, yeah. says it again. They say, it's like, "Yeah, like nickname. yeah." It's like Haruchi. She, and, uh, she calls Asana, uh, I think, a Suchi. Yeah, and then Asana calls her, "Don't call me that, Haruchi." Right. Yeah, so it's and, kind of like a little like yeah. jab at each yeah, other. So it's yeah. a little jab, but there's yeah. clearly history there, and yeah. I think there's 
respect there. Oh, definitely. I, I just I, don't. I, I just think in that moment with Asana's crew there, she's like, there's no need for you to be here. And then Tiger's like, well, it's interesting. I kind of want to yeah. be here. She goes and, where everything's interesting. And, and I'm, I'm fascinated of how that's going to play out. But yeah, I like that little moment for what we got. Yeah, I think they definitely have... Yeah, I in my review, I said it was a, you know, a, a deep past and friendship. I, I think that there is some level, if it's not even a friendship, of definite respect in, in between the two of them. And yes. the reason I feel that is because... If anyone that is at her, that Haru does not respect calls her Haruchi, they're they're getting killed. I mean, oh, remember, what, I never forget this. We forget this too often. Like, like Kaizo, podcast. right? Not oh, not yeah. that on this Kaizo, podcast right? and you guys out there. When they when she was first introduced, she literally wanted to beat the shit out of Yuga. <laughs> Oh, like yeah. with her fist. Well, yeah, like like let's not let's not look past that down. moment. Because yes. we look past that's it right. way too often. Right. We do look past it way too often. That's right. She wanted to fight you, yeah, fist she, to fist. Yeah, she literally yeah. threatened physical violence. And he's yeah. like, uh, I'm in a duel. And she's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's he not was nervous. You're right. Well, and she literally we were wondering for forty weeks. How the hell do we get rid of Kaizo? She comes in, knocks him out of the shell. Yeah. Let's not overlook that. Ka- she did that episode Kaizo too. is knocked out of yeah. the shell. He's gone. I'll be, yeah. be back. Of course he'll be back. But, but, you but he didn't have time. This, is the, this is the longest, not including the nail stuff, that he has been absent of the yeah. show, and that is all thanks to Tiger. So anyone else calls her Haruchi, that, someone that Tiger does not have respect for, they're getting killed. Oh, yeah. So I love that scene. Um, yeah, very fascinating. And you have all of that, and that was really the, the side. That was like the appetizer, right? That wasn't the yeah. main dish of this episode. Um, so yeah, go on double six, fascinating. Before I leave on Tiger Asana, mm-hmm. do you guys have any theories on these zombie kids? I feel like go on double six has to be behind it, but has maybe not. I don't know, because they hate kids, so it would make sense. I think they orchestrated the tournament. But based on this episode, I'm starting to sway from that. I don't know if right, they orchestrated this tournament. Yeah. Because they seem a little foolish now. Like, they don't seem exactly, as intelligent yeah. as I thought they were last week after the um, hunt scene. Still, but their presenter works for Double Six. So, like, how could they not be responsible for it? Like, Sweets Kakako ran yeah, good the tournament. That's a good point. And, and I love how they tried to be a little sly there at the end. Like, we'll talk about that more. But, like, she's gone, right? And and the new alien flush. comes in flush, yeah, right? Yeah. And then she's like, oh, yeah, I'm the presenter of the tournament. I'm like, you're... You're not. No, you're not. Like, I know there was someone else. So we... She went into her own backstory. And then you feel like crazy for a second. Like, no, this wasn't so, you. So it's actually a great transition. We got to talk about these alien girls or the alien because they are going to have, I think, a massive role on this overall plot. Mm-hmm. I think they already are having a massive role. I said in my review, I think it's just one person. I think it's just one character playing these personalities. Uh, what are your thoughts on it? Any theories on the alien? I mean, do you think they're separate characters? It's crazy to me that every single time one of them either wins a duel or loses a duel, we never see them again. We've never seen more than one of them in the same room. And I'm sorry, they have the same voice. I just think that it's the same character. That we're all just being bamboozled. Um, I kind of agree, in a way. I, I don't know what to believe exactly, but I think it seems likely because you never see any single one of them at the same place at the same time. As soon as one's gone, another replaces her. And I, I don't think that's a coincidence. And this one, like, it wasn't even, like, subtle this time because usually it's like, oh, we got a few episodes and, like, other one's gone then another one shows up. Like, almost immediately, maybe, it might have been, like, 20 seconds later, maybe a couple, like, two minutes later at the most. Uh... Uh, Kakako's gone. Flush uh, um, Umako? Flush. I'm just, yeah, flush I'm just gonna appears. Flush appears. It, it doesn't seem like a coincidence. I no. think now they're trying to make it a little bit more overt. It's like, 
Yeah, one's gone, the next replaces her. And here's the aspect that I don't get, because I, I thought that maybe she's just getting her memory wiped by someone. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't remember these roles, but her saying Chicago's Chicago. name explicitly yep. goes against that. Right. So actually, what I said in my review, I already have to really retract, because she's she doesn't suffer from short-term memory loss. Because she knows She Chicago. mentions Finger Chicago. And no one did. No one did. And none of those six characters should even know Finger Chicago exists. Only Remember, Sebastian she knew Sebastian and Kaizo. and Kaizo, and as far as we know, Kaizo didn't pass that information along. No. In fact, the last word that Kaizo said in this show was uh, Finger, Holy when he was being unconscious when, when Sweet's Kakako showed up on the screen. That's right. That was the last thing that Kaizo said in the show. So it's not some sort of short-term memory loss, but then does she just do a really good job of acting at not pretending who, that, who Menzaburo is? Or does she only know, like, these characters that she's supposed to play and all of her other memories get wiped? That's probably the most likely. I, like, I just, um, I don't know. It's, uh, it's bizarre. I don't know who's ultimately orchestrating and controlling her. Because when she had to go and leave... It's almost like once she gets too close to humans, she gets like a reminder that like, okay, I have to leave. Or I'm going to be in trouble. I'm going to get hurt. Or something like that. Right. Because when she's talking to Sirocco, having that moment, there was the reminder, oh, I, I have to return home to my galaxy. Against Sebastian, it didn't really occur because she beat Sebastian. She won. She just went back underground. But against Nick Yagi, she's getting close with him. And then we get that she like gets on a, a horse that wasn't and that there brown thing starts beeping. Oh yes, as if like again, it's snapping her back to like, oh, I have to leave, otherwise I'm gonna die. Like I don't, I don't know. know. Time to go back to my my, my the past. Yeah, instead of the mom and galaxy, it's all it's all. I mean, to me, it is all a facade. It's it's you want to talk about fascinating. And where did Finger go? Did she go back to the underground? Finger went back underground, but never really announced it. I don't think because she beat Sebastian, so she didn't have to escape. She didn't have a romantic moment with Sebastian. So, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with these aliens, but it's it's very fascinating to me. I mean, you got any theories, Pete? I think they're different people. You think they're different I, people? I think okay. they're different people. I mean, they're very well and, and I say people because they're probably robots, right? In my mind, they've always been uh, like soltist from Brains, where they're all just kind of, they change the skins on them, uh, but they're all part of the same hub. Okay. And I think whoever's controlling it, maybe it is double six. I mean, they've said it is, but is that a red herring? Well, let's say it's it is double six. As soon as that moment comes where they could either get turned or, or brought into the group, that's why she has that little alert thing literally popped up on her head. And she's like, yeah, I gotta go back to the past because they don't want their, the villains, right? These kids. So they don't want their creations getting close to them. Yeah. And so I think they pull them right out, reprogram them maybe, and that's it. I see. I can agree. I, I can definitely, I like that theory a lot. I don't think that it's Goha double six. I think it is a red herring because that happened to Sirocco in episode 18 before Goha double six was even doing anything. Right. Before we even knew about Goha double six. So could it have been way behind the scenes? I guess. But remember, Finger Chikako also aided Goha Corporation, mm -hmm. who Goha Double Six apparently hate. Yep. So I, I I think that it's someone really bigger. Maybe it could be a potential main, main villain here. I don't know. The aliens are fascinating. Fascinating. Flippin' fascinating. <laughs> I was going to say effing fascinating. You try, you're trying to avoid like keeping a family-friendly show. That. I respect that. I like that. I that. Well, I'm just, I'm really, I never thought I'd be this intrigued um, and enticed by what these aliens are, and uh, I really am. Sevens has done a very good job with them. Because when we saw Soraka, we thought she'd be back, but I did not think she'd be back. That felt bad for my man, Mizzaburo, in this capacity. Man. Yeah, that dude. hurt me. Yeah. yeah, his GF is gone. Nick Yagi's gonna go through the same thing I mean, yeah. when he sees another alien.
Yeah. You know where they're going. You know, in the ramen shop, getting a little sake. Kind of back at the drink, bar. Drink their, their, their you can't go to that drink. ramen shop anymore, bro. That ramen shop owner is behind everything. Well, I, I trust well, well, we go to that the, the fancy you, one. you that, trust that old that, man. That Yuga and Roa oh, okay. and, and Nail are going to get to the bottom of it. We okay. see that one preview shot going into next week. They're interrogating the hell yeah, out of it. Yeah, and then, and then the we'll final shot of that preview, we'll the guy's we'll laughing maniacally. We'll be fine. Hey. Hey, he's still. It's like it's like my. No, of course again. He's laughing. Here's how I view it, right? <laughs> yeah. we'll do a little real world here. So I'm sorry if I make anyone uncomfortable. This is my Chick Fil A, right? Uh, yeah. I don't agree with Chick Fil A and what they represent, uh, but they make good chicken. Yeah. I'm still going to this ramen shop. I don't care if he's insane. All right. He well, makes great ramen. He I, does I, make superb ramen. Chick Fil A, as I always say, and I've said this for years, I'll, right. I'll meet you at Chick Fil A on Sunday. Yeah. I've said that for yeah, years. Yeah, I've said that for years. You're, you're, you think you're a funny guy? No, I don't I think I'm funny. I'll see you there on Sunday. even scaled even more because this ramen shop is like the best there. Is. I mean, look at look at Nail. I mean, like he loves like he would rather yeah. eat this ramen than duel. Or do anything yeah. Sebastian has ever fed him in his life. Yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. Well, well, this must be a, a good ramen show. I mean, this is really the last major topic that we have to go very in-depth on here tonight on 7's Up. Oh, wow. Um, Jeez. Because the, the ramen shop madness, as I'm calling it. So, so the legend that got Rook in motion, that got Yuga to Otis, was first originated, I assume, in the ramen shop. And yes. then once Roa realizes it, and they start asking the old man, we see the old man shaking. Yeah, he's which like is weird. To everybody. I don't know if he's shaking because he's like chuckling to himself because he realizes Maybe like he could be making the ramen. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know. Yeah, do you know the motion for making ramen? It's definitely not vibrating your whole body. I can tell you that much. I don't know. Watch a YouTube video. <laughs> I think it was just he was what is, he, he was a little laughing. evil, a little maniacal. I agree. I completely agree. Wait, well, don't, don't don't talk to me about that. He's saying it's to make ramen. I'm joking. I'm kidding. He was he's, more, he's he, he was more of the he was more of the mind <laughs> of. It took you idiots this long to figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I, I think that's how it was. And think about it. Yeah. They were shit-talking Otis before the hunt duel yeah. last episode in yeah. front of that guy. And he knows. He who probably, who I guess has, has to have tie. some connection with Otis. Yeah. So who is this guy? What role is he going to play in the story? He's voiced by the main villain of Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, which, you know. Are you serious? Let, yeah, let those crack theories fly. Um, which is, you know, I'm not going to touch on that here. But, but again, we can't. Read too much into that, the voice actor thing. No, no. And well, again, this preview even could be a red herring. The, he could literally turn around and say, oh yeah, this guy in a mask left that up there. <laughs> no, you're right. You're and absolutely like, right. Oh, what? You're, you're absolutely crazy. right. But what, I mean, until we know that, we have right, to we assume. Can make, of course, we have to make our theories. What, what do you, I have a couple theories. What do you guys make of this scene? Of the, who this guy is? It does feel menacing. I'm not gonna like. It I does. felt freaked out. I got chills when <laughs> yeah. I was watching with Pete. I got chills. It's like it's 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 like living in a house with somebody you know your whole life, and then like you find out like they've been doing something like weird or like illegal like the whole time. And, yeah. Like, they, they live under the same roof as you. Yeah. Yeah. Or it's like you find out you're friends with like some kind of like psychopath. Well, we know what that's like, uh, and more than a few people. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So. You know, it's like that. You know, it's like I've been on, I've been eating under this guy's roof for yeah. how how many hours total, and then we find out that he's a crazy person and could have some tie to this big. Uh, been there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you make of it? Yeah, it was creepy. It, it was it was creepy. That we're gonna get some great details here. I just love that Roa is the one who kind of figured it out, right? Like 
we have the big brains of, of Nail, we know what Yuga brings to the table, and it's Roa, who's just effing around, really. Like, right? He's so, just like, he's making fun of Nail, being like, oh, it's a giant waste of time, we should have just went with Roman. He's just leaning back in his chair, and he, the first thing he notices is the autographs on the wall, because he's that self, of course. you know, into right. himself, self-indulgent, and then he looks down a little bit, and he's like, wait a second, isn't that the same thing of Otis that, and then you get that flashback to the first episode, yeah. which I thought was really cool it ties to, it together. just to have in case that you moment. forgot in case you forgot you know 45 episodes previously remember this and that gave me just a little chill of yes, like, and then you you couple that and you go around and you have a dark silhouette of this man just laughing you know very unnerving absolutely <laughs> are we gonna end up in the ramen i don't know <laughs> my god now if he starts dancing next episode like double six i'm out on the show we're gonna we're gonna play a game that we <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna play a game that we have played uh many times meaning we've only never played it before until now uh, on the show called we can't play that on stream called buy <laughs> called buy or sell so this is a game where i'm going to give you guys a theory and you have to let me know if it was a stock market option if you would okay. buy it because the theory is going to come true and it'll okay. go through the roof or if you would sell coward, huh? or if you could I, absolutely he's, <laughs> he's my number one inspiration i said that to you in caliber last week or you sell it because you think the theory is just going to fall out and there's no legitimacy to it. Well, don't you buy low, sell high? So if, like, I felt pretty low on the theory, like, I'll buy in now and wait for it to take off. Yeah, and it'll only take off if it comes true. <laughs> true. All right, Absolutely. Fair. Yeah. Fair. So you're, you're bu- basically, you're buying it if you think it's going to happen or if you think there's legitimacy You want me to, to play it. the sound effects? Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Um, we'll get that for next time. So buy or sell. Here we go. Uh, hit the music, Pete. <laughs> Yeah, I'm hitting the music. So we get copyright. Put, put it in post. <laughs> I'll put, we'll edit it in post. Okay, first theory. The ramen man is Otis. Buy or sell? Oh, sell. Sell. Sell, sell, sell. He's directly Otis? No. No. Well, you got to talk about it a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. No, I just, I, I don't think it's that simple. Like, we've had this mystery guy left and right, you know, Yuga questioning his, um, his motives. Roa questioning his motives. Him leaving these all these really weird notes, not notes, but like delivering all these like strange lines to Yuga about the truth of this and the truth of that. Literally, he's able to walk out of his prison cell, and then it's just gonna all culminate in the ramen man the whole time. I don't know. It just feels anticlimactic to me. I don't buy it. You're selling. I'm selling. You're I'm selling. selling. To- total sell. Everything that he said. There's just it would feel the world would feel a little closed. If you just made exactly. it that simple. Yep. And, I, and I don't want that to happen on 7, so I I'm going to say sell. The ramen guy will end up being the final villain of the show. Sell, sell, sell. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, come on, man. Listen, the these theories are going to be a little crazy. I'm repeating theories that people have said to me over the last I said, few days. I, I, well, I, I, do I think it's funny? I would actually think, <laughs> if it ended up being true, I would laugh my ass off. I would actually not hate it. Because I think it would just be the, the yeah, comedic be cherry on the on the cake. It'd be something. But I don't no. Again, and you're selling too. So. You really want me to dignify? Nope, this? you don't have to. <laughs> uh, the next one, buy or sell. The um, the ramen man is a former Goha employee in cahoots with Otis directly. Buy. Hold. Uh, what do you buy? I just think um, maybe there's too, too, a little. It's a little too specific to like maybe be 100%, but I think it's plausible. I think, you know, the message was there. I think he could be in cahoots with Otis. Does it necessarily mean he's a former Goha employee? No, but I, I like to think because of that message, 
he could be in cahoots with Otis. I want to buy in. I want to see what's going on. I'm saying hold. Okay. I'm taking the middle option here. I think it is entirely possible. However, I could see it not going that way, and I don't have enough information to assume that these two connect. Okay. I mean, Otis could have literally just walked in, put that on the wall. He could have just been another customer that wasn't in uniform. Absolutely. And, and then this guy found about it later or something. So there doesn't have to be a direct connection to go on. Fourth one. The ramen man is Darkness, the final villain from Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. Buy or sell. I don't know who that is. So I'm going to buy him. <laughs> that's you getting into Dogecoin about three months ago. That's, yeah. that's me getting into Dogecoin now. Yeah. I'm going to be like, let's buy in at 50 cents. <laughs> so you can't really speak. Do you buy or sell? I don't know that character. Thanks for another spoiler. I, I specifically knew uh, you wouldn't know it. No, it's not a big spoiler. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go sell. Okay. Uh, that, that, that's you, right? There's no way that's out there in the internet as a theory, right? That's you. That's you made that up. You made, don't. Yeah, that, don't. Answer, that answers my question. Thank you. Fifth one. The final one. Uh, the Ramen Man is in alliance with Goha Double Six. Sell. Sell. Okay. Hey. There we go, dude. Why? Um, I just don't based on what the information we have presented in front of us i don't think they are really that involved with the goings-on of otis but clearly the ramen guy is to some extent because of that note whether it's a customer or otherwise i just don't think there's enough to con there's more to connect otis to ramen man than there is connecting ramen guy to double six yeah completely agree with that i just don't think double six is going to be uh too much of a threat anymore and this seems to be the next storyline that might go into the next arc that we're going to be doing so they're not going to just attach it to a failing enterprise that I think Double Six mm. is. Okay, and then the final one, which is something you guys <laughs> have hinted at. adding in the final No, the, no <laughs> this was always the final one. It's not even the, written on that paper. The, <laughs> the, ra the shopping list. Buy or sell, final one. The ramen guy actually has no idea what that legacy is, and someone did leave it in his shop. Ooh. Sell. He knows. He knows based on his... Interaction there and his maniacal laugh. Uh, he knows more than he's letting on, so I'm selling that and saying I'm buying that he knows more than he's letting on. Uh, this is this is tough. I have to act. I have it's to, not easy game. Buy or sell. It's the stock market. I know. I, I don't want to lose money, but I kind of. That's this is what I suggested before. This is my initial thought personally. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna buy. So you believe that you're buying into the fact that he really doesn't know much about this. I, I like to think... I mean, this show has thrown red herrings at us before. Of course. I mean, the the, the, the print print preview with the jail cell. Like, oh, why are all our pro-tags in prison? Of they course. weren't. Um, and I, I want to say it's happened more than once. Um, I just think he's just, you know, chuckling about... I don't know, he's an old guy. He could be senile, for all we know. Turned around and say, oh, some guy left that a couple weeks ago. Fair. I, I don't think it's that impossible. No, I, I agree with that. I, I like to think that Studio Bridge is out there, maybe watches every now and again. And when they had the podcast for the prison thing, when we talked about, man, how are they going to be in prison, blah, blah, they're just laughing like, these idiots. Like, these idiots, it's literally a field spell, and they're making a big to-do about nothing. I like to think that, though. I, I like to think that, too. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Buy or Sell. I like that. That buy, was fun. Sell, hold. Do you, boy, you got to do the side effects. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Can I record sell, sell, sell. you... 
doing Full. those sound effects, and then we'll, the next sure. time we play that game, I can. I'm pretty sure now. Yes, is that he's, a he's too big of a channel, so he's. Oh, never he gonna won't. Find yeah, this. he won't. But that I, definitely is a copyright issue. Then. But I, but I, but I honestly think that if he ever came across it, I think he'd be honored. I you think, think he would be. He would be honored. Yeah, I think he's. Are we I, Trey Lance? No, I don't think he's gonna be. He's honored. not. We're not Sam Darnold either. But at heart. He's an entrepreneur at, at the end of the day. He's, well, he's you know a the whole connection with Trey Lance, right? No, I don't. Oh, he's uh, he went on a date with his daughter. That's oh. a true story. That's really? why, if you ever notice when he talks about him a lot and goes, yeah, I've met him a few times. He's been at my house. That's because if you look <laughs> on Instagram, he slid into her DMs. So. Wow, <laughs> Holy shit. That well, anyway, that was Buy or Sell. We are going to try to add some more fun games like that to... Make these discussions maybe, a little more fun. Maybe in time we could put some graphics. I hope the chat was yeah. playing along too. Yeah, they were. They, 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 they bought, bought in. I'm gonna. They bought in, or maybe they sold. Maybe they sold. Did anyone buy the GX? <laughs> I, I think someone <laughs> might have said it as a joke, and then, but then someone said, "Wait, it was a Nick T. No, stop. OMFG, Nick T. Stop." <laughs> It was like you guys were like, "No one said that. You made that up." Next theory. This is uh, on that paper. <laughs> the shopping list on there. All right, well, that was uh, Buy or Sell. And that was pretty much all of our, um, the things that we wanted to touch on in regards to this episode. I think we focused pretty in-depth. Yes. I think we can maybe go to some donations. Some of the link. Yeah, right. we're going to always prioritize link donations going forward. So to everyone that is here, once again, thank you. There's still a lot of discussion left to be had. Oh, yeah. I love all of you guys. We're going to be here all night at this rate. Don't say that. We're on page five already, bro. Yeah. Oh, my I God. Yeah, Jesus, guys. You guys are amazing. Um, big thank you to Limestone with the $11 donation. Thank you, Limestone. Who do you guys think? This is a good one. Who do you guys think Umiko will battle against? Tunagai or, Sush or Sushiko? Also, it would be sad if they were all the same person because it would mean Nikiyagi and Menzaburo are both in love with the same girl. Limestone, thank you so much. Um... It would be sad. It would create like an interesting love triangle. But I feel like it would also be weird if all these characters were in the same space together. It'd be hard keeping track of who's who. Same voice actor. Oh, they no, all sound yeah. the same. Oh, yeah. So I feel like it's a conundrum no matter what. It is. Um, I could see that could be, you know, Sevens is very good at not forgetting characters. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of weird that we have not seen that fish guy since... Yeah. yeah, he's not even in the tournament. Mm -hmm. It's kind of weird that he's just vanished. He had the one episode where he got them point A to point B, and that was it. Yeah, <laughs> him uh, versus Flush would make sense. Yeah, because I mean, I yeah, I, I you make a good point. I think Yu Gi Oh Seven is a really good like. I, I guess the word you use like is like economy of of materials. Mm -hmm. And like when they introduce something, it's usually not a one and done. No, like we that usually comes back in some way, um, and because they like to reuse their materials. And I think. He's bound to come back. I'm going to have a bold prediction. Uh, I think Flush is going to duel Kaizo. I think it'll be Kaizo's first duel. Mm. Yeah, and, you, and you mean the fish guy from like episode 15. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. Guy, yeah. yeah, the free fish <laughs> God damn it. I think Kaizo. I think, um, you know, Ramen Club, Sebastian. Ramen Club, Kaizo. Um, just kind of a, a bold little pattern there. Bold oh, prediction. Oh, I like yeah, that. A little pattern. That. Um, Pete, do you agree? Sushiko, maybe? I think sushi go is a logical choice. Yeah, uh, I just think it makes sense. Uh, food group style, you could have a fish kind of aqua theme there. She's dealing with sushi, which are fish mm -hmm. products, uh, and she's the only one out of that group right now that doesn't have a connection to an alien. So true. That, to uh, me, it makes uh, the most sense. And I like her character. I think they should really utilize. I her. agree. Yeah. I know. I, I love. I wish her rivalry with Roman was a little more expanded on because I really like their time. first duel. We got plenty of time, but I hope we get to see it. Uh, Limestone, thank you. That's a big donation, too. Thank you. Mega Karibo, thank you for the Satan donation. $6.66. Thank you, Mega. Asana and Tiger's friendship gives me life. 
the type of friends who just talk shit to each other all the time, but you know they have respect for each other. Yagi and Menzaburo's friendship was wholesome too. Even Luke and Roman eating sweets was fun. Yeah, it was a, it was a, yeah, it was a good fun episode yeah. in that regard. We didn't really talk about Luke and Roman. I didn't I didn't talk about them in my review. I really didn't have anything to say about them. Just the um, animation in the background of the direction while the duel is happening. If you look at the background, you can see them chomping away. Oh yeah. So so I thought that was a little detail that was there. There's there some bonding there for that. Yeah. Thank God Gakuto was around. The only adult in the room. I mean really. I mean that seems to be the the pattern. He really is. He he he's the Nick T in that situation. Yeah. Well, actually, I could I'll no. take a step further. He's the caliber. Caliber's pretty boring. So he's the calibro in that situation. Yeah, I I can see that. Well, also Gakuto was with the, the only lady there. That wasn't Roman. There you go. So comforting. He's got to stand by. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. He's a jet. At the end of the day, he's not only an adult, he's a gentleman. Absolutely. Silver Nova 78, thank you for the follow on Twitch. Um, I think that was all. I think that was it for the link. Yeah, thank you guys. So now I will scroll all the way to the top. We'll take a few. And then uh, we have 47, so I do want to address the pick'em while Pete gets the next list of donations ready. Um, We are not accepting picks for the pick'em this week. It is unclear once again who is dueling. And so rather than saying Team Rook or Team Geta, we're just not doing it because. A matchup between Geta and Roman, someone might pick way differently than the leader of Geta's crew versus Gakuto or versus Rook. Yeah. It's just not... Like, when Yuga was dueling Silhouette Man, it ended up being Otis. We counted right. that because we knew for sure one person that was dueling. Right. When Rook dueled the astronaut, we weren't even sure that Rook was dueling in that episode. Yep. We have nothing from the preview, nothing from the summary for 47 in the cast list indicating who is dueling, so we are not taking picks on the pick'em. For 47. Did want to address that. But we are going to talk about 47 and the preview um, after a few donations. We're going to jump into some donos. Perfect. Uh, We're going to start off with Blake, who donated $5 and said, A rumor is going around saying Yu-Gi-Oh! Rush Duels is coming this summer. What do you think about that? Um, Yeah, so I checked up with a couple sources. Um, I've heard the same. I've heard the same that that is a pretty common rumor right now that Rush Duels are coming in the summer uh, to the TCG or an announcement is coming in the summer. Um, I I think those rumors are pretty valid. I can't really Ooh. say too much more than that, but I think those rumors are pretty valid. You've got your I, sources. I do have some sources saying that. So yeah, there's there's a couple some, of your scouts out there. A couple of the scouts, if yeah. you will. Yeah, I mean, it just means his Konami overlords. There, I don't work for <laughs> his Konami. handlers. I, yeah. <laughs> you definitely say that. I don't work for Konami. <laughs> Thank you, Blake, for the donation. But yeah, it's true. Uh, he came back and donated another ten, and said, "All right, you ready, Dill? This is for you." Okay. So, Dylan, your waifu is Akiza. Yeah, it does. Okay. So, Yami's is is Mana's. Yeah, Link yeah. Brains has Playmaker. Okay. Apprentice Illusion Magician is his. Okay. okay. So, it's four. So, now put all those first letters together and it spells Dylan. D-Y-L-A. Yeah. D-Y-L-A. So, so you can see it there. Yeah. Blake. And then I, because I, that came He in then before. followed with another $2 <laughs> and said, worked all day to come up with that. And then added another $5 and said, if Yu-Gi-Oh! does run for four years, do you think it will have five seasons, maybe a short fifth season? Yeah, so Blake, um, thank you so much for all those donations, man. So I, I think Blake's referring to the video I uploaded on Monday where yes. I talked about Wendell 7's end. Mm-hmm. I gave my prediction that I think it's going to be a little longer than three years because I think they're seriously trying to establish the game. Mm-hmm. Duel Monsters and GX were both longer than three years. Um, I don't know if it would be five seasons because I the seasons are weird. Some people consider this to be season four. I don't. I consider it to be the fourth arc. To me, the season will end when like the opening ends. Um, but what if it's only one opening the whole way through? I don't know. So I don't know if 
it'll be five seasons. But I, I think Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's, if I had to give you an episode count, I think it's going to be close to like 180 episodes. I really do. Damn. Wow. Yeah, I really do. Some GX style stuff. That's a pretty bold out there prediction, but that that's yeah. my prediction right now. Could always be wrong, but that I'm thinking it's going to be a four-year show. You've never stood us wrong before. <laughs> Now we need a montage of all the time. I actually couldn't think of a way either way. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure I have. So yeah, definitely. Uh, so Blake, thank you for kicking us off there. With thank you, Blake. Donations. Thank you, my man. Uh, Nick Schoner donated five dollars and said, "Let's start this show off with a hashtag All Hail Nick Yagi." But jokes aside, it was a great episode, especially with how it ended. Mm-hmm. Nick Yagi emote will be available to YouTube channel members and probably to Twitch subscribers by the end of the month. That is currently Woo. being worked on. Like uh, it will be a laughing emote because I don't really have a laughing emote, so it'll be him with the cowboy hat with his hand That's on the hat laughing. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't wait. It, it's going to be great. The only problem is people who have never gonna tr- are going to uh, be like, who is it? Who is this? Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, it's, it looks like a guy. You're also going to get trolled with it, so. Oh, yeah, it's going to show up in like the Like, anytime chat. you fail. Anytime I fail, spam. that Nick Yagi emote. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, oh, it's going to be miserable. <laughs> you did this to yourself. Though. I know. Well, I lost the bet. I'm, 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 I'm a good sport You're zero it. for two, and that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Zero for two. The bet that he oh, would yeah. show up, bet that he would. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Yeah, why don't you keep making bets on Nick Yagi? It's, it's done you well so far. Nick, thank you for the donation. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying the stream. Oh, man. Kyle's here. Kyle donated five real. <laughs> Yeah. That timing is so good. And, and he said, we started with the, uh, quote, he will not appear again. Yeah. Then, quote, he will never speak. Yeah. Then, quote, he will never duel. Yeah. And, quote, he will not win. We prevail a great ordeal, men of culture. I have nothing to say. <laughs> You're right. That's what I have You're to say. You're 100% right, and we appreciate your donation. Uh, Dylan, you know, he just, he said he lost, man. And he said a lot of wrong things on this channel. He steered the community wrong over the years. But Nick Yagi was where he was most wrong. The Yogster. You give everything five years of lies. (laughs) (laughs) What happened to Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything? I'm already working on the what happened to uh, (laughs) special. It's going to be like two hours long. Yeah. It's going to be great. I can't wait. It all started with a little niche anime called Yu-Gi-Oh! Set. And a moment that you would think was unimportant, but it was the downfall of a legend. <laughs> and like, then it goes back and white house. It zooms in. Kyle, thank you, Kyle. Oh, man. Thank you very much. Uh, Blake came back doing another $2 and said, ever heard of Angel Beats? Uh, it looks pretty cool. Yeah, I've heard oh, of it. Oh, yeah. Um, it's like, isn't like a... Uh, it's a. It's, it's like a, a rhythm game, isn't it? No, it... I think it's a show. Oh, it's it is a show. 13 episodes. I think it's like a... a um, scene, and I, it seems like... Is it an idol anime? I think it's an idol anime. I, yeah. think, I think I've heard it is. a song from Angel Beats. Oh, it's literally like a singing competition. Like, yeah, I think they're like they're like that's like, cool. Yeah, man, there's an anime for every style, man. Oh, it really is. is. Yeah, I it couldn't is. believe when there was a basketball anime. Basketball, like, soccer, no basket. Prince of Tennis, bro. Prince of Tennis. The guy, um, Youth K, who does the theme song for Sevens, also does a theme song for a bicycle. biking, a bicycle anime. I've seen that bike before. racing. Yeah, like Tour de France. What is Japan, man? They're just doing it better than us. Yeah, and yeah, there's literally shows. one for the game Go, like the like the board game, like the Japanese board game. Really? Yeah, it's an old one from like the earlier mid two thousands called uh, I think Hakuro no Go or something. Yeah, and they're just literally playing. Uh, don't forget Kirby right back at you. That's a no. We're not no. We're moving on. That's a great show. Yeah, I wasn't making fun of it. Yeah, that. but I don't know. It's how. Nixie yeah. got very, very. I've never seen Nixie. I'm so very sad. defensive. Sweat a little bit. Very, def- oh. very, very. Defensive. He he knows Pilo works on the show. That's right. Yeah. That's right. 
Uh, Kyle donated another five real and said, if the aliens are the same girl, are food bros going to fight someday? Oh boy, am I more excited for Mezaburo versus Nikiagi than Juga versus Luke? <laughs> who, who said that? Kyle. Kyle, yeah, of course. The meme kid. I, you know, I, I, <laughs> I can't even address that. I mean, you got Honestly, though, that actually does add the kind of a fun little plot point. If they all do tend to happen to be the same person at the end of the day. I agree. Yagi versus Benzaburo cool, like, could yeah. actually be pretty interesting. Yeah. I fully agree with I that. I want a dark. I want it, it's, it's a duel for whoever, whoever's alive. <laughs> and that, that, the winner gets Sweets Kakako, whoever it is. Or, they or just transforms to yeah. whomever. Yeah. I think them being the same character could lead to a lot of inner fighting, maybe. Yeah, I know. Should be interesting. What if we didn't get a duel, Bill? Let me get your opinion on this. What if we got like a, a, <laughs> like a no limit WWE style brawl. <laughs> I mean, they're going, they're going up the stage. TLC they're in the parking lot. I mean, what if we did that? I'd be inter- it'd be very non-Yu-Gi-Oh. Would interesting. you be down though? I'd be down for anything. I'm down for anything. Is there a professional wrestling anime? I'm sure there's a wrestling. There anime. has to be. Yeah. There's no way there isn't. Sure there is. Right. I would watch that. By the way, I would 100 yeah. watch that. Uh, but thank you, uh, Janeth Ernest donated five Canadian. Thank you, thank you, Kyle, and thank you, Janeth. And said, I found this oh. video online. Uh, please watch it, but don't show it on stream. I'll email you the link using the email on your about part of your channel. Yeah, absolutely. Send it to that email, Jana. Thank you so much for the donation. Uh, Patrick Karenji donated five dollars. Thank you, Pat. And he said, "Hey everyone, uh, are you playing the Zexel Duel Links event? Because you can unlock your Zexel Morph skin." Yeah. So I I have uh, taken a bit of a hiatus from Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links. Um, so I have not I have not played Duel Links since uh. Since I think I think I played once in April for that box opening stream, and that was it. Um, I need to get back into it. I'm probably gonna take a break for maybe the next like couple of weeks, and then I'll get back into it maybe like end of May or sometime around then. I, I also came back for the four roaming event for the one day. Um, other than that, though, I just haven't played it, so I lost my passion for it a little bit. But that happens. Like Pokemon Go, same thing. I'll get back into it eventually. Yeah, Pokemon Go is right. You yeah, completely just. Yeah, off. I haven't played in like five months. There's a new Pokemon out right now in Gen 5. When, I think Gen 5? Yeah, the first legendary. Oh, really? It's the one with the X. X something. I'll show you. I'll it was really cool. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll get back into Duel Links. But right now, Pat, taking a little bit of a break. But thank you for the donation, Pat. I appreciate it, my man. I mean, you're taking a break from that. It's not like you're not doing 100,000 other things. So. That's true. You're doing nothing. You know what I'm going to be doing again on Twitch? What are you doing? Super Mario 64 Kaizo. <laughs> You're a mad man. <laughs> He's a you, I mean, you did beat it once. <laughs> I did beat it once, and that was with a busted controller. I think with a good controller, I can get through it in like three hours. I think you could do it, yeah. yeah. I'm going to stream, and I'm not allowed to end the stream until I get 70 stars. It's going to punish you, for the record. Oh, yeah. And every time I get a game over, I have to take a shot. Oh. Now, that would be hilarious. <laughs> I would come here live. Just I, think, I, think I, I think I would die. No, I think you could... No, really? Because after a while, yeah, I remember having like forty game overs. Forty? Yeah, oh, you oh, die. It, yeah, t- it took me like four weeks to actually you'd, beat that mod. Oh, you'd be dead long yeah. before. Yeah, you're dead. You know. Yeah. Sorry, bro. It'd be worth it for, for the content, bro. Had a good life. Uh, T Pink Staff donated five dollars. Thank you, Pink Staff. And Thank said you, the ramen guy. Uh, is it seriously the ramen guy? I almost died laughing. Oh, is that his name? Oh, oh, you mean no, is no, it like, like like repeated it over the ramen guy, like the ramen yeah, guy, the ramen guy of all people. No, I know, and like to be determined. Wow, well, the episode forty-seven cast list just dropped. How about that? Uh, DMC just tweeted this. This is live, live breaking news. Yeah, I forgot we didn't have the forty-seven cast list. As so that that'll stop. We'll transition. Yeah. 
This might tell us who's dueling. This might open up the pick'em. It does not. It does not. Um, we have a lot of people speaking. So the cast list just Ooh. dropped for episode 47. This is live. For those of you that do not want spoilers, now's your chance to get off the video. And Pink Staff, thank you so much for the donation. Episode 47, Shine's Counterattack, which is a reference to, I believe, a 1988 Goha, uh, not Goha, um, Gundam movie, Shine's Counterattack. Luke and company head to Maximum Mountain to look for Goha Double Six. Suddenly, they hear the sound of a drum and a bass instrument. They run into Geta and Ushido, who now have a new leader. Their leader is a tall, handsome, mysterious man wearing a nice suit. Dot, dot, dot. Mm. The cast list. Yuga, Rook, Gakuto, Roman, Roa, Nail, Asana, Tiger, Galliant, Schwer, Caterpillio, Dove Rap, Goha Double Six, Kaizo... Kaizo is back. Breaking hey, news. Back, baby. Kaizo is back. I'm back, baby. Kaizo is back. <laughs> Geta, Ushido, Menzaburo, Sushiko, Nick Yagi, Ronze. So Ronze is back. Mm -hmm. Restaurant owner, obviously the ramen shop guy, and extras. Very fascinating. Um, their new leader is a tall, handsome, mysterious man wearing a nice suit. I mean, there's only... It has to be Goa Double Six because there's be. no one on the cast list that fits that. Yep. So it has to be... So Goa Double Six is the new leader. control everything these days. I guess yeah. so. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting. What do you make of the summary and the cast? Just breaking here. Mm, I'm excited Kaiser's back, which mm -hmm. I yep. never thought I'd say. <laughs> uh, but but it, it's been a long time, so I kind of want to see where he's at after you guys uh, fixed him and uh, tweaked him a little bit. It's probably still going to be, you know... Kaizo, knowing as That's ever. Yeah. Uh, but he, hey, he still gets the job done. He gets the job done. So, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I want to kind of see how Roa eventually reacts to, to Geta and Ushiro. Uh, hey, they committed, and they left him. Yeah. So how is he going to react and handle that? Yeah. What's been going on here with um, Roa, Geta, and Ushiro? I, I think, I mean, I love Roa, but he's jerked around those guys a lot. You know, they, they deserve better, and I think we're really going to get to... Uh, flesh out what's going on i uh i'm looking forward to that yeah Some i agree comeuppance. yeah absolutely so it will be really interesting to see what happens with uh, i don't even think roa will be there though so i think no, the, no. i think the one character that's going to be fascinating in this upcoming episode is going to be roman i think roman has the best chance of actually reaching geta and ushido because roman yeah, is that just your... No, no, I'm opinion. fine. I, no, I, it did, did it for a second. Yeah. yeah. I was also going to say, wait, is Roma's not in the cast list, is he? He is. Oh, yeah. But I think he's going to be at the, the ramen uh, shop. I, he's not in the, in the area. Oh, true. So I think Roman is going to have a massive role to play to try and get through to get an Ushido here. True. And that'll be fascinating. Because she knows them better than anyone else there. I mean, right, of course. She knows them better than Rook. I mean, maybe I mean, Rook maybe, and Ushido have a yeah. little bit of a connection. Um... I think she could reach out to them better than Roa even could. I think she understands yeah. the play. I think she's, she's got more emotional intelligence. Exactly. I agree. Um, I mean, if you had to predict who's dueling, who do you think's dueling? I have a prediction. Rome? No. I don't know. Yeah, I'm gonna pick Roman and Geta. Okay, I think Rook. I think Rook and Geta will end up dueling. Okay. Rook yeah. and Geta. Yeah. Why Rook? Um, I think that Rook is the, the team leader. I think he's going to step up. He's already dueled Ushido, and Geta is going to want to challenge, ultimately, the, the strongest character on the team to prove his skill or abilities. I take it as Roman is going to duel him because she knows how much Roa messed up, 
Right. She's already expressed that. I think she cares about her fellow bandmates, and she's going to try to kind of reach them in duels. Like, what what are you guys doing? Yeah. Like, Ro is a, he's a dick, but, like, you can't you can't be working for these guys if they are working for Double Six. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, we are, again, not taking picks on the Pick'em. The Pick'em is updated, though. You can click the standings down below, and uh, the person that is in first place is Pete. Not just among us. First place in the entire tournament. Oh, my man. Thir- good job. 35 and 4. There's a user, James Try, 35 and 3. He's right below you. Coming for you. He's, he's, yeah, well, no, you're ahead of him because of no. the tie break. And then we have no. four people <laughs> with 34. Me, Nick T, and Cal are all at 31. We're tied for um, 14th. So it's been a good. You remember, uh, you remember way back at the end, uh, I think it was episode 24, I want to say, mm-hmm. when Nail and Yuga had that final duel, 23 mm-hmm. 24. And Asana was first introduced, and yeah. you said that we're going to utterly crush Rush Rules. That's yeah. what I'm trying to do to my competitors in the, in the <laughs> Wow, that is so even terrible. Blue Maiden. I don't even want them close to me. Even Blue Maiden. Taylor, if you're looking right now, you're done. Even Elena G. Elena's a nice girl. I'm, she's a great girl. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming. I respect that. He's ruthless. This is this is my time. He's in that friendship. I'm redeeming myself after Pete, brains. This is my time. Pete is four points ahead of all of us on the team. So, I mean, I, I think you probably have us beaten there, but... It's a long one. If there's 180 episodes, we got a long one. That's way true. Again. And the thing with sevens as well is all of these episodes are all these duels are mostly one episode duels. So even if there's only 40 more episodes, that's 40 more duels. We're not even 50 percent right. through most likely. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll see who's dueling next. We're not taking anything on the pick'em because we just simply don't know who's dueling. We don't know who's dueling. We can't take anything on the pick'em. So um, we'll see. I will be doing a live watch along again just to confirm that. I've been very hyped about this arc. Uh, that will be Saturday, 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll go live with the pre-show, and then we'll have the watch-along at 6.30. Hope to see you guys there. We can go back to some donations. Could we, though? Yes, we can. Uh, somebody said uh, a comment about what if uh, Ronze is going to duel here oh, again, and then I'm just thinking about how much she's your uh, your girl after this. this yeah, I, I opened Dynamic Eternal Live. It's on the channel if you go to Unlisted Playlist to see pack openings, um, and... Almost all of my ultra rares. You get two ultra rares in every box. Uh, three of them were Ronze's aces. You yeah. know, just, uh, I have a full play set. Yeah, disgusting. Man, well, you're, you were a big fan going in, so I'm, I'm glad that ended up happening. Roman also does have her new ace, Canary D, which she has not used yeah, yet. Yeah, you got that. Good chance. And you got Candy. I did get that. There's a good chance that maybe Roman does duel and uses that ace. Doesn't guarantee a win. Folda Blitz was used against Sushiko, right. and that was it. Right. She lost. So, those aces don't guarantee a win, though. And we're not picking anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Um, any yeah. more donations? Uh, yes, there's a lot more. Uh, Patrick Kennedy came back and donated $5 and said, And I got my second dose yesterday, and I felt like crap today, but now I'm better. Okay, good. Oh, good, good. Um, yeah, I was clapping, and then, ooh, but I'm happy you're failure. Yeah, you uh, went through all the motion. <laughs> congrats on the second dose, my man. Calibro is not with us, because he got his second dose today. I know Entomate right, was yeah. another one that got their oh, second yeah. dose today. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people getting vaxxed, which is great. So hopefully um, you're feeling better now, and you know the worst of it's passed too. So true. Yeah. Uh, Electric Kevin's here. Donated five Australian dollars. Thank you, Kevin. He said, "I'm still thinking no on the whole new opening after this arc and the rest of Seven. Song wise, anyways, mm-hmm. visuals they change. Anyone else thinking the same?" Um, I I'm not. I think the opening will eventually change. Um, I, I think the visuals though have changed significantly they change. enough they to, keep it, yeah. to keep it to keep it fresh. Much. So I've liked that. So. 
That's why no one's really complaining about the opening not changing. Because the opening has not been stale at all. No. Um, oh, it also I just slaps. I, I am scarred for brains, okay? With, yeah. like, go forward. Oh, like, I'm scarred, all right? <laughs> we're still showing Blue uh, Owie in, like, her old outfit. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. <laughs> they didn't show lightning. I can never get over that. I will lightning never Lightning was never them. in any opening. That's never insane. in any opening. That's Stop insane. it. Yeah, that one shot he's, of... He's the whole crux of the show. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Go for and, like, it. I liked those that song, but, like... There's something about, um, what is the name of the song? Go Forward? No, the Calling? second song. Oh, oh, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yes. I think there's something about it that just keeps it fresh. Like, it doesn't get old for me. No. No. It, it, it hypes me up. It hypes me up. Yeah. yeah it's from, like, it, it feels like a, I'm listening to a real song. It, it's a funner song than Go Forward. It is. Yeah. Go Forward is my least favorite of the three. And then, we get, and then we get Calling, which is great. Calling lasts 17 episodes. Yeah, that really was yeah. good. Couldn't and you have given us, couldn't you given us yeah, Calling, right. like... Uh, I don't know, 30 episodes <laughs> prior. Oh, man, now yeah. I'm just playing it in my head. Dun, dun, See what you've done to me? That sucks. What, what are you doing, I'm so dude? sorry, dude. I, I mean that. Electric Kevin, <sighs> thank you for the super chat, man. Yeah, hopefully soon. Because I meant to. Nicholas Horton donated five pounds. Thank you, Nick. I said I wasn't expecting Nick Yagi to win, and I'm still convinced that Sweets, Kakako, and the other girls are one and the same. Nick! I agree with you. Yep. Pete does not. Nick T's kind of on the fence. Mm -hmm. I think it's fair. I mean, I think it's a fair theory, and uh, I'm excited to see these girls again. I never really felt that well, way about these well, girls. Yeah. Right. They could be aliens, could be robots. I'm excited to see yeah. the, this set of characters again. And I never really felt that way until after the Stool of Sweets Kakako. Right. So I'm excited. Because it shows there's some underlying things going on. Yeah, and I want to know more. I want to know yeah. more. Thank you, Nick. I'm just answering that. Um, I say it in donated two dollars and said, "What do you think of the Asana and Tiger interaction?" Yeah, we touched on touched on that on a little bit, uh, but it was great. I don't think any of us disliked it. No, it was and great. Uh, it was. I, I loved the the nickname scene was great, mm -hmm. and even Asana just like get like telling Tiger to just like get out of here, and she just <laughs> wasn't backing down. Yeah. It really is like. Almost like a turf war, like a power struggle between those two. Yeah, it's like two older sisters, kind of thing. Fascinating dynamic. Yeah. Um, I really do love it. Yeah, I, I like. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I just also love how there's like these three dudes. One that looks like again, he's forty. That literally just do whatever they're told. Like it's it's, it's fun. It really is, and it's unique for Yu-Gi-Oh, which I, I love. I was. Uh, I, love I also like when Tiger comes in, and you know, we just have this double six scene, which was undercut like thirty seconds earlier. And she intimidated them. Yeah. Like she's, yeah. she's blowing the bassoon. She's not, yeah. the wind's hitting them. And they look nervous. <laughs> and I'm like, everyone is nervous. And she comes up because you don't know what she's going to do. Dude, she's that fireball. I she's a that. great duelist. She's got that, that fire personality. Yeah. And then on top of that, she's a trained martial artist. I mean, she's, she's a triple threat. If, I, triple threat. if I was a That's multi- millionaire okay i would try and fund like a 12 episode anime just focused on tiger's life after the events of Yu-Gi-Oh! sevens <sighs> i would have dude i'd 100 fund that chef kiss i would love that. i mean she she is a Why character that 12 I, episodes well I, I you know i don't know if you could really drag it out yeah <laughs> like you're undercutting our character girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, why, why is that good for me yeah right that's, that's <laughs> same kind of energy yeah same energy thank you so much uh ice that would be great honestly I'll just say this: If Yukio Eight ends up happening and it's in the same universe, you want to do a legacy character? Just bring Tiger over. Yeah, that's, that's all right. you need yeah, to do. Just bring Tiger. To beat up some people. She seems to be like a likely legacy, just because of just how she's involved everywhere. She's, she's everywhere. She's, she's everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Oh, dude, it'd be so good. She comes in. She's got like a dark silhouette. She gets introduced in Yukio Eight in one episode, and you're like, 
new fans are like, who's that? And we're like, who know that <laughs> yeah. is? Oh, boy. We know who that is. Oh, man. Nicholas Horton donated another five pounds, also exactly. on the same theme. And said, I also think that the Tiger Asana interaction was interesting, and I want more of their backstory. They seemed quite close if we were going by that in credit scene. Absolutely, Nick. 100% agree. Yes, agreed. Thank uh, you. Goose is here. Goose! He donated $5 and said, Goose. You did it last week. You got this, bro. He's freezing up. He's hold frozen. on, hold on. He's frozen. You got Thank- it. Um, He's choking. <laughs> He's choking. Keep things PG. Positive. Oh, <laughs> Just my get God, off the screen. Bro. Sending positive eyes and kindness to everyone. Keep things PG. Positively, Goose. You you did it finally last week and went right back down the tubes. We flushed you. My memory... I got flushed, dude. My memory is horrible. Goose, I love you, man. Thank you. Keep things PG. Positively, Goose. Love you, man. Goose, you should be uh, lucky that he remembers who you even are. <laughs> okay, That's what you on. should be lucky about. Very good with names. Uh, Alan Wilkinson <laughs> donated two pounds. Thank you, and Alan. And said, wonder if President Mimi can get uh, double six Goha drones. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, I well, mean, I just recoup those drones yeah. for her own uses. She probably can because I feel like they can do anything they want. They yeah. literally can. I mean, well, I hope. Got, I hope we money. see the clash between Goha and Goha Double Six. I really do. It's gotta happen because I think it was Asana that said like sixty-six, like why, and then said like 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 Goha, like so they're already dropping the seeds there for that connection of like why are you doing your likeness so much off of this company. There's got to be more there. Absolutely. Uh, Drago77Blue donated $10. Thank you, Drago. Said, felt Thank there you. was a missed opportunity to have Roman watch the duel and have her and Sushiko exchange dialogue of them teasing and roasting each other in kind of a friendly rivalry kind of way. I agree. Um, I actually didn't really think about it from that perspective, mm-hmm. but I do agree. I would have liked to see... Didn't even need to be during the duel. It could have been when they first got there and they were walking to the fortress. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see some teasing between the two, um, or some you know trash talking or whatever, or even a friendship even starting to develop. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of like we got with Masami and Yuzu in the early stages of Arc Five, which I, I praise that rivalry quite a bit. Um, it's one of my favorite girl girl rivalries that we've ever had in Yu Gi Oh. And um, yeah, I, I would, I, I still think that can happen in this episode because they're still going to be together as a group. But I hope that it does happen because I, I think that it's something that you can continue to expand on and tease the viewers and hype up that rematch where, assumingly, Roman would get her revenge and ultimately mm-hmm. overcome Sushiko. Sushiko's just going to meet up with Roman and go, you really think you're a good duelist? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> That's all Drago, thank you for the big donation, man. Thank you, Drago. Oh, man. Jack Knight is here. Jack Knight 21 donated five bucks and said, hey, Dylan, Jack. Nick T, and Pete, how's your Wednesday? Also, Pete, have you seen the new first episode of The Bad Batch? All I can say, it's very good. Jack, thank you. Uh, No, I have not. I have not even watched Clone Wars Season 7 yet. I'm very behind on that. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, can I actually get a water? Uh, So I plan on watching that. That will actually be reacted to on Clueless Gamers. I believe 12 or 13 episodes. Uh, That should be starting... Maybe next month-ish. Uh, I'm kind of in the process of redoing my uh, room right now. So Hell when that's yeah. all set up, that will be coming to you. And then maybe after that, I'll think about the Bad Batch. Uh, but thank you for the question. I appreciate it. Sliding it in. What is this? <laughs> it's out it's of not focus. It's not focusing on it. Right. You probably messed up the entire focus, too. Let's see. No, it's fine. No, it's actually all right. <laughs> There's a guy right here. Don't worry. 
You're good, bro. We're good. I see live, bro. Uh, Blake donated another $5 we'll and said, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Rush Duel, if Yuga does a new summon, do you think he had it and hid it to give his friends a good chance at their dreams? No. So, I guess, do you think Blake is basically saying that, does Yuga have a new summoning method in his back pocket? And he's hiding because he wants his, his friends to chase their dreams and not really show them up a little bit. I, d- I don't. I don't. No. I, I don't think Yuga's That'd be hiding pretty anything. Funny. I don't think he's the type to hold back. It way. would be pretty funny. Yeah, I don't think Yuga would want to give someone a win over him when he's not dueling at full but potential. I can see him kind of being that guy of like, you know what? want to see everyone succeed you know yeah, i don't want true. them to think that they're lesser and so true. he's like i don't really need this but i, I think he's more likely to push them to do their best yeah just like otis pushes him to yeah. yeah exactly absolutely i could see nail potentially like he makes a new dueling method kind of like he did with maximums mm-hmm. and then 20 episodes later he just goes, oh yeah, we could use this, and everyone's oh, like, yeah. what you the had, hell? Yeah. Like you've had this the whole time, that I can see. and you waited till the world's at stake to use it now. Like I can see that. that yeah, I can see, I, I can see that. Uh, Jack, it wasn't my providence. <laughs> it wasn't his providence. That's his excuse, right? A little Miss Providence. Uh, Jack did another five dollars. That was my favorite line of the episode. And said, also, Dill, uh, I decided on the deck I'm using for the remote dual invitational oh, qualifier on May 15th and 16th. Dinos. Also, Nick T, I sent you a song. I'm learning the guitar. Oh, I have to see. I know. I I know you've been learning guitar a while. I have to check my DMs and see what you've been learning. Um, I'm really curious. I hope that that journey's been good. And look for him to comment. Yeah, you left me not, hanging, bro. What deck that. are you playing? Are you playing Dinos, dude? He did donate three dollars right after that and said, "I thought the episode was good dueling. The dueling, ah, eh, meh. Yeah, but the episode uh, good dueling, meh. Yeah." And I don't, it, it, the dueling was all right for me as well. It didn't af- affect the episode at all, though. Yeah. Because I just felt like there was so much that, like, it wasn't like Rook versus Schrodinger, where that's the whole episode. I think when, I think percentage yeah. of duel time is very important when judging an episode and a duel in an episode. If a duel is 40% of the episode and the other 60% is non dueling, mm-hmm. then the duel really does not have to be that good. For the episode to be enjoyable. Yeah. If the duel is 85 to 90% of the episode, and That's the duel good. is meh, like a Rook versus Schwer, I was not a big fan oh, yeah. of, or, or Rook versus Schrodinger, Schrodinger. Yep. a lot of people were not big on Rook versus Django, then the episode kind of just is brought down because right. the duel just doesn't hit. But in this case, the duel is only 40% of the episode. It's fine. So it was an alright duel, didn't really hurt the episode. Quality. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Well, I got to see my boy just cook it up. I did it on the free show. So, uh, I was hyped. Can we uh, also address he was using the tongs? Like, yeah, well, he brought it out. He, he tilts the cowboy yeah, hat up. He's like, oh, drawn yeah. with the tongs. And then, and then when Nick Yagi went over to talk to Sweet Chicago, Pete's like, yeah, see, he's, he's teaching her a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Did you say that? That is what you said. <laughs> it, it, yeah, but you make it sound so evil <laughs> in the way I said it. He's teaching her He was on the verge of dying in the duel there, man. He wouldn't have died. Well, you know. We don't, know. we don't know what it happened. No, I'm sorry, Sebastian died. Exactly. True. Yeah, what do we got carded right there? He got taken to the Nom Nom Galaxy. You don't know what could happen. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Or, actually, in this case, he would have been transported back to the past. Yeah. Uh, the best cowboy, Nick Yagi, speaking of Nick Yagi, donated Ooh. five Canadian dollars as Cammy and said, uh, Dylan, take the L. Uh, great duel. Funny scene with Asana and Tiger. I would like to see Asana versus a Tiger duel. What happened with the sushi guy? And then said, I'm truly a god. Yeah, Where did that come from? As- Asana versus... Thank you for the uh, donation. Asana versus Tiger would actually be a dream matchup. Yeah. I do... Uh, when yeah. I do a top ten list, which I... Bless you. Thank you. Bless you. One of the topics I usually do when a show comes to an end is top ten duels we wish we saw. 
Yeah. I've done that for GX. I think I did it for 5Ds, and I definitely did it for Arc 5 and Vrain, so I'm trying to do it for all the shows. Um, definitely be doing it for 7s, and I'll let you know right now, if Asana versus Tiger we never see, that will be very high on that list. Agreed. Very, very high. Yeah, that'd be upsetting. Yeah, Roman versus Roa, we never see that. That will also be very high. Yes. So th those could be top two wanted. I'll condemn the right show now. if that doesn't happen. Yeah, honestly. That's it. That's my determination if it's going to be a good show or not. Whether it doesn't we, happen at the, the Cousins duel. Yeah. That's, all, that's all I care yeah. about. Uh, Drago came back and did another five. Thank you, Drago. And said, uh, another great episode for the side characters once again. Which is what you like to see. The Noodle Team and Asana and Haruka were the MVPs in this episode. Agreed. Agreed. And I also thought a um, I thought the way the episode started with the zombie children, which I think a lot of us are overlooking. No one's. Well, it just it was never addressed. Well, yeah. yeah, it was never addressed, and it was so early in the episode, and so much happened in this episode, and I kind of praise that in my review. That's one of those things about this episode that you kind of forget about. Yeah. Because the episode was so loaded, yeah. and so you don't think about the very beginning of how this all started. Yeah this episode that's a big big deal creepy. very creepy it's creepy and that's a big deal and like unconscious like there is something deeper there and i i find it fascinating and i was waiting to bring it up when you know i love when people comment i love when people super chat which i greatly appreciate because i get a great vibe for how the community is feeling and the main plot points that they want to talk about and the thing that i absolutely love is uh, the fact that no one really has brought up the zombie kids at all yeah. because it's kind of forgotten about. So I think low-key, the zombie kids, and the way this episode ended with the ramen guy were also the low-key MVPs. But all in all, I completely agree with you, man. Just a very loaded episode. Well, we left the newspaper club and the post-apocalyptic club yeah. kind of just uh, dealing with them. Right. So maybe we'll cut back to that at some point. I mean... They're not speaking. There's awesome. that line where Yoshio is just like... I know he's in, you know, his, his okay. gear. He's calling his cat. Yeah, but he's just like, oh, crush these bastards. I'm like, bro, <laughs> shit. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what you were talking about, I was like, am I misremembering or was Yoshio physically, like, handling them? <laughs> just like, just keeping them off and... <laughs> and he looks like so like such like kind of like a we typical weakling too yeah, like outside of the suit yeah. he's like I'm gonna kill these bastards and he's like what I'm gonna kill I'm like him. what is in this I'm yeah. gonna kill, kill you I was like what is in this suit yeah. what is going on here some super strength crazy bro it's funny yeah Drago thank you man thank you uh, some people also commenting uh, you never made a Zexel one either no, yeah, no, I, I know. I never made Zexel, never made the original Yu-Gi-Oh! Those are the other two. You gotta get, you gotta get to that. There's some yeah. video content for years to come. I'll, I'll, there's Expect that, 2024. Uh, Matt Galaxy <laughs> donated five Australian dollars not wrong, and never. said, if Nick Yagi doesn't have an Aussie accent in the Sevens dub, oh, will. I will personally be insulted. Who was that? That's that was Matt Galaxy. Matt Galaxy. By the way, Matt Galaxy is, Matt. in my opinion, maybe... The most underrated streamer there is. I he's agree. a phenomenal. I'm there all the time. Good. I love that. Yeah, and yeah, and I remember so you. Fun. You tell me because you you you're up till I'm six a.m. Uh, he he streams. Matt, you stream at the perfect time. <laughs> yeah, because I'm awake. It's a little too late for me, but yeah. he's always up. And <laughs> the the setup that he has on his streams are incredible. Yeah. Macalaxy, follow him on Twitter. Yeah, but well, you could like draw cards. And yeah, stuff I mean like it's that. insane. Well, the chat awesome. and then even just the the outline is really good. And so Matt has been around more, which I love because I love Matt as a person. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for the donation, Matt. 
Uh, and Matt is actually going to start watching Sevens. Yeah. He, he caved. He kind of retired from you. He did. And he was like, so now like he's it. like, you know what? Welcome I'm back. I'm starting to cave a bit. And I said, it's the perfect time to watch it's it. This time. is the time where it's been really fun. I love it. He will have an Australian accent. I will be the one doing the Australian <laughs> accent. So Confirm that's going to be, that's going to be, man. yeah, thank you. That's going to be equally as offensive. So just get ready for that. You want me to do my Australian no, accent? Please. Yeah, please. Please do it. Australian. Good day, mate. We're going to go to the Outback. Matt, Matt, you have that to look forward to in Nick Yagi. You wait all the way to episode 46 to hear that garbage. So get ready for that. bro. I mean, Shiozi just joined. Shiozi, are you going to comment on that? Are you just going to let him get away with that? I, what was that? I, so I'm not good with accents. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> I don't know... We did cover the, I hope, the 47 I hope, Matt, I hope Matt's still here. I hope I didn't make a fool of myself. He hasn't commented yet. <laughs> he probably left. Oh, my God. If rewind on the stream, she was and listen to his horrific Australian It was about, episode. like, 30 she seconds. Yeah. welcome. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to do that. Um, all right. Let's, uh... But we did, we did cover 47's cast list. I just did. Yes. Yeah, breaking news. Woo, let's break. pivot. Um, pivot Thank you, Matt. Pivot. I love you, man. A ton of donations still together. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you guys, yeah. thank you so much. All right, oh let's... God. Let's cook it up. Cook well, it that's up. why I've been cooking it up here. Yeah, he's been cooking All it right, up. So, what are we transitioning? Shiozi's manager. I'm, I always get excited when the arcs right. are coming to an end because yeah. um, this arc is because we get we get to see her manager again. Yeah, this arc we is... never get to talk to her before that. No, no. Well, no, she's she's there. She's way too big for us. Um, but there's a. I don't know. If, obviously, I don't know if her manager is down. But we've done it for the last two finales. Bring her back because 52 is. Literally like five and five and a half, six weeks from now. I know. So that's crazy. We're, we're almost we're at the end of this arc. Vaxxed over here. Yeah, so it's crazy. We'll right. Caliber second shot. If you're just joining, that's why he's not mm -hmm. here. Um, but yeah, that'll be lit. Um, anyway, next donation. We, oh, I thought okay. we. Oh, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, you said you were transitioning. You just wanted to say. I that. think we're pivoting back to. We're just pivoting back. Yeah. Well, I don't think people want to. Do you guys want to hear my accent again? I don't yes, know. please. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone said, "How do you pronounce Melbourne?" Mel exactly you just pronounced yeah, but can you, I mean, you No, no, but you it. just said it. Melbourne. 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 That's how you say it. If you lived in Australia, I would have No, I know if you lived anywhere. How do you say Jason uh, Bourne's last name? Is it Jason <laughs> Ben? It's Bourne. No, it's is it spelt the same way as the Bourne in Melbourne? But you can't Context. just those things don't equate. Like that's not how the world works. How do you how do you say Kansas? Kansas. And how do you say Arkansas? Right, that's the issue. So no, I'm no, trying no. to change that. Oh, so I say oh. so I say Arkansas. Okay, I see what I see what he's going. With. So, yeah. so it, whose Kansas is it? Is it your Kansas or their Kansas? You said it's our Kansas. Yeah, so whose that, Kansas that's just is the name it? of the state. You'll get used to it. I'll I'll explain it after the stream. <laughs> <laughs> She'll say actually, you might want to tell your manager. Don't even bother coming to the finale. You don't want to deal with no, this. Come and then we'll leave. Don't. <laughs> We'll come to you. All of you guys were like ripping me apart. It was you deserve it. I was getting bullied. You just, uh, I mean, bully bullied. is a strong term. <laughs> I got slapped for making a Fortnite joke. That's a <laughs> true. That is true. That, by the well way, that's still, still well one of the highlights of well, the talking well, Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. Well deserved. Holy crap, man. Oh, that's funny, God. Dude. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Drago did another five dollars and said, "My theory Thank is you, that Drago. maybe Double Six is from the future, just like the aliens, which explains why Nail couldn't find any info on them." That, could be not, not a bad theory. I'm crazy. So the thing with me though is I don't believe the aliens are actually from an alternate time period. Right. So it's, I, it's I, I don't think there's going to be any time but, travel but in Seven. Can sevens? we talk about that for a second? Sure. It is very fascinating. I respect Nail um, immensely. Yeah. And it's very Thank fascinating you that for the, the dono. person he was at like three years old. 
he can't find a single shred of anything that has to do with Goha Double Six. Well, now you're starting to sound like Rowan. But like, but no, what I'm saying is I'm not criticizing him like Rowan. I'm saying that that's fairly interesting in the perspective of what is Double Six up to? How do they how, how do they, how do they yeah. erase their internet presence throughout anything that Nail, as gifted as he is, can not find? No, it's a good point. And 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 Nail, if Nail says, yeah, I can't, I have not been able to find anything, then like that, there's legitimacy to that. Right. It's not like Yuga running a quick Google search. You know, we all respect Yuga, but like Nail is in the database. He's a professional hacker. Like, there's something weird there. Um, and that's why a lot of people think that. Maybe there could be some tie-in with Otis and Goha Double Six. A lot of people forget that when Nail was going crazy, Otis was the one who shut him down. Yep. So Otis has an insane amount of power. Oh, yeah. And so if Otis does have some sort of tie here to Goha Double Six, then maybe he's the reason that they're able to hide from Neil yeah. the same way that he kind of interrupted Neil's searches back in the day. Or not searches, but hacks um, when Neil was first contributing to them. So you think that could be Otis-related? Yeah. I think it could it's be uh, Otis. In, there's in, the I thing that, I'm, that. Uh, that I love about Sevens right now, man. There are so many fascinating elements, mm -hmm. right? The alien characters, the ramen guy, the um, oh, you missed buy or sell, uh, Shio. So you would have liked that. Game. Uh, it was a fun game. Buy, sell, it's theory. It was bye, bye, bye. <laughs> sell, sell, sell. Hold. Hold. <laughs> um and. What what else? Oh, go on double sixes motives right. and Otis's motives. There's so lot. much going yeah. on, uh, and that are unknown and fascinating, and I love that. I think there's a lot to talk about. Your your point does really hold up because I, I don't think it can be overstated how how good of a computer programmer or whatever, like a, a grasp of technology that Otis has. I mean, he was the one that opened up the exploit yeah. for rush duels to happen. He was the one that opened up the exploit that allowed maximums to happen. He prevented Neil from looking up. Like do, doing the research, he, he's 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 the one orchestrating a lot of what's going on, at least technologically. He's almost, but he's almost like a. I think people don't want to think about this. He's almost like a god. I mean, he, has been. he gets out of jail. How did how did that even happen? He memed them. He literally memed. <laughs> but them. like, and, and it is a meme, and it is like a, a funny scene. Like, haha, look at that. But really, think no, about it like, logically. What I'm saying, like, like in he's the context like, of the show, yeah, he memed Gohan. <laughs> like he literally trolled them. <laughs> yeah. Like he's, he's like, he's I gone. can get in here whenever yeah. I want. I'll get arrested because I have a motive to do something, and I'll escape whenever I want. I'll walk out. I'm done. Yeah. It's no big deal. I'll, I'll dig through the ground. How how did he do that? Who knows? Yeah. It's never explained. Yeah. No, it's crazy. <laughs> what are you gonna? You this is just nuts. <laughs> <laughs> they probably laughed at Jesus too back in the day, <laughs> and I just didn't want to draw that comparison. <laughs> and then there you go. There it is. I was I was thinking that maybe he made like a D's nuts reference as he was going. <laughs> this is what I gotta work with. We're gonna with ask here Candace, you know. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There it is. There it is. Welcome back to uh, Sevens Up here on Yu-Gi-Oh Everything, where I work with two clowns. So welcome, welcome into the show. And uh, we'll continue with some donos uh, here. <laughs> Xlayer donated five dollars, and so what are your expectations on what Rook's maximum monster will look like? Maybe a three-headed behemoth or a dragon master knight look like? Those are some great suggestions, Xlayer. Honestly, I um, love dragon. Master anything knight. related of like a King Ghidorah kind of style oh thing God, that we got with absolutely. Nail, we get some kind of behemoth-looking thing of Rook. Well, first of all, Rook, it's well-deserved, man. Oh, okay, he, it's, they, they yeah. keep trolling this man every week and making jokes. They did it again this week. 
This man needs a maximum. He's he the only character in this universe that we know of that is undefeated. It would actually be insane he, if he, he did. Can't, it's a running joke yeah. no, on the show. No, he will absolutely get a maximum. And I, I think it is going to be like a massive dragon-looking yeah, creature. Yeah. It would you be think it of, could be a Dragon Master Knight? I would... Any comparison to Dragon Master Knight, and you know, this my guy. heart's in it. Yeah. yeah. That would be pretty cool. Um, I, I don't know if it will be because dragon master knight incorporates a lot of those older legacy monsters like a blue eyes i don't i don't foresee rook getting blue eyes that's the other aspect of odyssey how does he have all these legacy he really is like the god of Yu-Gi-Oh sevens but uh yeah rook will get a maximum if it looked like dragon master knight i mean just a giant version of dragon master knight you'd flip out dude, oh, dude but it's freak. not only the legacy cards he made a new card in Seven's Road Magician before Rush Duels even existed. That's right. I mean, so like... That's a good point. What, what like, how much power does this man have? Yeah. And if he was this dangerous, why did Goha... I'm sorry, why didn't they kill him? Well, no, but... Like, Go- like why? <laughs> no, but he's God. not wrong. Goha literally... The president literally goes... We're still trying to find out his true identity. How do you know He that? worked for your company! Yeah. They know that. Yeah, of course. It's going to be a story as old as time oh that we get in these, in these stories where he was some low-level, bottom-of-the-barrel hacker who was way was in a way lower position than what his talent was for. They mm. threw him to the curb, and he went, oh, yeah, I'll show you. And yeah. like, well, I don't that's know. why they I, probably don't even remember I that. think I think he could just be some sort of god. I really do. But not a ghost, though. Well, no, 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 he's not a ghost. Know. Not yet. I... <laughs> Don't take me out of context, Alex. Pete advocating murder. <laughs> well, oh, well, he was. He did say it. He He's not it. wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, Nicholas Horton donated five pounds and said the zombie kids seem more like they're brainwashed to me. Goha President Drone has access to that type of power. His deck had brainwashing cards included. Great point. That was my Didn't even um, really think about it. Initial thought last week when we addressed like, oh, there's gonna be zombie kids next week. That was my also initial thought. I think it's very possible that it's linked to that. Yeah, Nicholas, that's a great point. Didn't really think about that. It's we'll get really more on those zombie kids. I don't think in 47, but maybe in 48 and 49, mm-hmm. as this arc is wrapping up. Yeah. I like that theory a lot. Drago donated another five and said, what if the ramen shop guy is the leader of Double Six? That could also be possible. I mean, ramen who knows? Shop guy is the I, I doubt it, but I could see it going that way. Yeah, I definitely could. Um, you know, would you would you buy into that? Oh, like, I, would I be okay with it? No, like, would you buy in the buy or sell? No, I, I probably oh, yeah. sell. I probably sell because I think it serves more of a purpose. Like I said, when we played that, to connect him to Otis, mm-hmm. and there's more personal connection there. Yeah. Even if they've never maybe met face to face, then I think the stock on Double Six <laughs> is a little down right now, and so I don't want to attach a potential new interesting character to that. Yeah, so. I agree with you. I agree with you. But Drago, thank you, my man. Uh, Xlayer donated another five and said, so now we are getting the pyro type support more often in Rush Duels rather than the Master Duels. Huh. Strange. Also, what the what the F with Sweets Kakako's monster is an Earth Pyro type. Yeah, um, it didn't really look pyro to me, Sweets Kakako's monster. But I guess what else would it be? Um, I guess it... Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I do think it's funny. Obviously, pyro is the big joke because of that, that pain user in the community who would always comment, like, you know, um, or Volcanic, really, like, you know, 350 days since Volcanic support, and now all, like, Pyro, <laughs> he's getting support in Rush Duels. I mean, obviously, Nick Yagi's really entire deck is built around that, so, right. yeah, it is interesting, X-Slayer. It absolutely is. Yeah. He actually would be in a little bit of trouble, at least from what we've seen Nick Yagi, 
if he went against someone who had a deck that can just counter fire attribute monsters, he oh, was yeah. pretty screwed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that was kind of an issue. Not an issue, but similar, but a little different that Roman ran into with Sushiko. Yeah. Because Roman needs her life points to be low, and Sushiko just didn't let it happen. I agree. Um, That's true. Yeah. Uh, she also makes a good point. Baked goods equal fire. Oh, that makes sense. That would make yeah, sense. Yeah, baked goods. Cook them. Cook God, they look so up. good, dude. Yeah. When I was watching the episode subbed as well as live, I was eating the, that red velvet cake. Nice, bro. Yeah, very good. Makes sense. So you were trying to just <laughs> cry. You were eating was, it away. I was crying. Yeah. I, I tweeted. I, I was live tweeted. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, I was proud of you for that. I was like, wow, he's become. Because that, his, she was that his manager mainstream. said she was going to come and beat me up if I didn't, so I had to. Yeah. That's true. She also true. said that there uh, is no Korean barbecue by her uh, by here, so you have to, we have to go to her manager. Okay. So. Yeah. So we'll, I mean, okay. Okay. So yeah. we'll, we'll bring the show there. Honestly, that I would love to take the show on the road. It would be great. We, I mean, we, it what would are we be... talking about? We have the show in London. Yeah, we have tickets. Yeah, we're selling tickets. <laughs> Story for another day. <laughs> oh man, that, that's basically what you come here for. You come here for the content and the uh, the side. Well, jokes. we have we have a structure that I think works, and yeah. I think it makes it fun. We talk about the episode very, very in depth yeah. for about thirty to forty minutes yeah. at the beginning of the stream, and then we break and we hear the great people from the chat and that which is still about sevens usually just more in depth and more specific and some are more random and then we uh read the summaries and usually make our predictions if we can this week we can't we just don't know exactly who's dueling and then we uh you know continue with the donations and super chats and we go a little off the rails yeah we have a good time we have a good time good time uh their limestone is over there if you want to check that out let me do that piece right Limestone, thank you for another $4 donation. I enjoy Dylan's spoonerisms. We do too. I'm happy you do. Yeah, I, yeah. I make up words all the time. There's times where I'm literally live streaming like on Twitch and I'll say a word oh, yeah. that I think is a word and then like two minutes later, I think it's usually like Alex or someone will Yeah, write, it's always Alex. Yeah, he'll write like, by the way, that's not a word. I'm like, really? Yeah. There, Sometimes there was... I'm like, I actually, I think I would use that word. You combine yeah. two words that, you know, and I'm just like, all right. No, I mean, it's, 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 it's crazy. Efficient. You learn about the English language every day. It yeah, was, uh, I think it was on my video that I posted, I think for episode five of Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where Alex commented, and you, I, you, I forget, you said something, and he's like, well, there goes Dylan just making up words. <laughs> that's exactly what I love it. Alex keeps that's, me honest. That's the way language works, though. Obcinerate. Hold words. on. Yeah, I want to adjust this. Is obcinerate not a word? No. Obcinerate. You can incinerate. And there's incinerate, uh, obliterate. obliterate. So I can buy. I see. Obliterate. That I like that. Though. That's sick. That's, see, that's a word that I like. I'm not I'm even kidding. Saying. I have used the word obcinerate, pro- and probably in reviews. So like, probably like 40 it would be times. to absolutely destroy by fire. Right. I think I, I actually, use, we should I, I like we that. should add that. I think I used there. the word incinerate during a marketing presentation <laughs> and for a couple and they probably I clapped. And they probably clapped. They, they were they weren't. They said off. this guy he's progressive. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. That's what they said. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm going to still use the word incinerate. I don't know what I to like say. You Limestone, thank you for using oh, the link. Thank you for the donation, my man. I like it. Uh, Cammy, uh, the best boy cowboy, Nick Yagi, donated another five uh, Canadian and said, "What did you think of the first Bad Batch episode? I have not watched it, um, but stay tuned for that. That might come at some point." Uh, this was epic. I really like the crosshair uh, Hunter and Hunter and the Omega relationship. Can't wait to see the second episode on Friday. Yeah, I've heard a lot of great things, Cammy. Uh, definitely want to get into that, whether I react to it or not. I just kind of want to watch it. But Clone Wars Season 7 has to come first before I jump into that. But thank you for the donation. Could you just, I know it's a little bit uh, off topic. Could you elaborate with that? I don't know what Bad Batch So is. Bad Batch is an offshoot of uh, a few episodes that they were going to do originally at the end of the Clone Wars show when it was on Cartoon Network. They 
uh, did a lot of pre-visualization that you could actually look up on YouTube. It's mm -hmm. just not animated. Mm -hmm. uh, then when Disney decided to revive and bring it back, uh, they did like a three-episode arc, I think, in season seven. I haven't mm -hmm. seen it yet, but I heard about it, of the Bad Batch, which is just like a bad batch of clones that uh, kind of weren't made the way it was supposed to go. Right. Uh, and so I guess they just become... Very popular, I guess, from that Clone Wars last season, and they got their own spinoff show. Sick. That's so really now cool. that that's what's going on. So I don't know too much more because I have not looked up spoilers, but yeah, that's the basic premise. I like that of what's going on. That's lit, dude. Yeah, Star Wars. We need. We are starving for some some quality Star Wars content after Mandalorian has ended and uh, even before <laughs> Mandalorian started. Uh, x donated another $5. Thank it's, you, uh, man. Also, I love how Seven does references to pop culture, like when Sweets Kakako... I'm so sorry, because I added it in when uh, when Kemi asked me to. He also added, can't wait to Friday yeah. to see the second this... episode. Can't wait to see Rex. Yeah, no problem. I wasn't sure if you added that in. But... No, I did, I did not, but thank you for catching that. Yeah, if Rex is in it, I'm totally down for that. Uh, but x said, also... I love how Sevens does references to pop culture, like when Sweets Kakako just went back to the past in a reverse way, as if Back to the Future. Yeah, I completely picked yeah. up on that reference. Yeah. We have an, we have a Gundam reference in the episode title for this week, and I think the episode title for 46 was also a reference to something, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but actually, someone who points out the references very well is Entime and her Entime team. Is I mean, they do so a, good. As you said many times, they do a great job with the notes and the, and the well, stuff. They did it this week as well, where um, I saw Entime um, writing about it on Twitter. If there was anyone had a suggestion with the banging drums thing, where yeah. it was the same, it's the same word to like bang the instrument as your heart beating. And so that was the joke they were making, but right, that was like obviously it's us. We like with like it would yeah. be very confusing. Right. So that was a great translator note there from yeah, Entame exactly. and her team to be like, okay, well I understand yeah. why Nick looks just as confused as I am right. in that. Moment. The, the show is filled yeah. with puns and it's filled with uh, yeah. with uh, pop culture. They, they have a lot of fun doing that. Yeah, you know that. oh, it's fun. I mean, yeah, and you can just tell they enjoy doing it. Definitely. Uh, Drago donated another five and said. You feel that if Yuga's team told Rook that the lore of becoming King of Duels was a lie set up could lead to him turning on the main cast? Do you think that could happen? Rook turning on the main cast. Rook turning on the main cast. I, I think that it's possible, mm -hmm. but I'm, I, I'm starting to just think that the Rook turning on the main cast is going to kind of become the new Soul Burner turning on the main cast theory, <laughs> where it's one of those things that we... we think might happen that's a theory that i pushed quite a bit with rain so i'm being a little more hesitant with buying very into the rook turning on the cast theory i know he's been annoying in some episodes and sure. I, I mean even i mean i thought he was an honestly just an asshole to shore after he defeated him in that duel yeah i did not um, like that no yeah. and and was you know calling away as shore was unconscious next to him <laughs> and interrupted that really like impactful backstory scene we got with asana and shore yes. and the pigeon being potentially you know Saving Frozen, yeah. So like, I, I didn't like that. Um, but I, I, there's not enough there. I mean, really, the, the Soul Burner stuff because he was a fiery guy. Right, it made sense. And you know, there was that shot in the opening where he looked a little, you know, He's, like, rough. turning away. Yeah. yeah, and it was right after the, um, you know, Kusanagi Yusaku standoff scene. Oh, that, that's, yeah. That that's... was something that was just read into quite a bit, probably by us and other people in the community. So I'm kind of seeing a link there where that rook a, turning a theory, link. a link where that rook turning theory is kind of um, being. Being 
talked about kind of as often as the Soul Burner one was. The Soul Burner one never came to fruition. I think it would be cool, but I'm more on the side of caution when it comes to believing in that theory. I It's not one of the theories that I really am, am kind of all in on. Like, I'm all in on the alien just being sure. one character. I was all in on Kakako being working for Goa Double Six. Um, I've been all in on a lot of theories that, of course, are not right. So, you know, don't take my word for, you know, the Bible because it's not. But I, I don't know. I, I think it would be really cool. I just don't think they're going to pull the trigger on it. Can I spin it a little different way? Of course. So instead of Rook turning on the crew, which I don't think will happen, what if it's more, it does happen in the way of, hey, this whole thing of King of Duels was a lie. At first, I think he's going to be obviously very upset and angry, but I think that could be really great for his character. I agree. Because I think it's very much where people, here's an analogy, right? When people start like a new project, I don't know, they work at a company, right? And all they care about in that company is, man, you see that salary I'm getting? And it's always of what you could be, of what you want people to view you as with that nice car or the King of Duels title. Where more... Why are you doing this? Is it your passion to do this? Right. And I think if Rook can find that once he gets over the initial hurt, I think that could be really great for Create a moment of self-reflection. So I would yeah. love if that happened. Well, one of the core four characters it, it happened with, and that was Roman when Princess yeah. G was forced yeah. forced to retire. And we we all liked that episode quite a bit. I, I love that episode yeah. for her. So, like, we've seen it already with the core four. I could see that. I don't think it'll ever be to the point where he's fighting for Goha against Yuga yeah. or fighting for an evil group. But I could see some, um, not disdain, but some separation sure, just temporarily, yeah. like yeah. in that Roman episode. And to your point, I think it, it sort of already happened uh, to a much lesser extent with um, with Rook in the, where he coins the term uh, de, uh, door, oh, door. Oh, yeah, door. Because yeah. yeah. that episode like had a bit of an existential crisis for him where he was sort of finding his purpose Whereas, like, his door was to become that king of duels yeah. there. So, he's already had that. Now, imagine if that all crumbles beneath him. Or, yeah. Um, it would just make sense for him to have to self-reflect, reassess what he wants. Not, Absolutely. So, I think that actually would be huge for him. Yeah, I think it would be really nice. Absolutely. Yeah, Konami, hit me up. <laughs> Come work for you. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, Kyle donated... Uh, on. Another five. That, that was, was Drago. 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 That was Kyle Drago. donated another five and said, uh, the new alien is a fish. And guess who of all the food trio is still without a love? Uh, and if they are one, you have Nick defeats, uh, who like he defeated was someone who beat Sebastian that almost beat Yuga. So you have this like connection line of going of all these aliens yeah. and how everyone's intertwined. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. We'll, we'll see you fish. I think, I think it would make, I said earlier, I think the spotlight a little more. There. Yeah, I agree. So. Uh, Xlater donated another five and said, maybe someone had to take over the channel because someone here is losing bet after bet. Should I, should I walk away for five minutes? Give you guys the rain. I mean, remember, yeah, remember, this man said if Nick Yagi fusion summoned, Come on, bro, don't do that. it was over. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Are you advocating for him to go right there? No. I, 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 I have to take a break. I will be back in uh, five minutes. You guys keep banging it out. Right, well, Thank you guys so much. You guys are amazing. We're not done. Uh, she'll say, that is possible with the Kaizo thing. I referenced that earlier, Soltis-wise, with the aliens. I kind of think that's what they are. But that would be pretty crazy. What if Kaizo, there's been some theories going yes, on in the yeah. chat. What if Kaizo is this man in the suit 
It's the leader of the band uh, here next episode. Almost like a right, he's coming back. Right, I mean, he was broken. I mean, he could appear in any. You know, That'd be pretty of... crazy because Yuga was fixing him, and he just turns on Yuga. Like, yeah, I mean, turn hey, on the whole crew. Wouldn't be the. Yeah, I, I guess I could see him doing a. Uh, like it, it doesn't end up being maliciously in the end, right? But at at that moment, he he is obsessed with power. So if yeah. he could be the leader of a group, he might do it. And it would also kind of fit in with like the the outcasts of like the outcasted mm. sidekicks. Like yeah. we have Ushido and um, Geta, who are obviously disgraced by Roa and yeah. he, him leaving them behind. And then Yuga goes to participate in this tournament, leaving uh, Kaizo in shambles. Maybe it could work. Like, yeah, hey. It definitely could work. Uh, did you see the meme this week with Outcast the band? And where it was like, it's that whole meme going oh, around yeah, where it's the yeah. different measurements. And it was like one bop, <laughs> and then it was just like all sad music. Like, like, yeah. I was dying. I that, that, was so they made, that was great. Hey, hey, y'all. Should we? Uh, yes, we'll yeah. jump back here. Uh, yes, welcome. Your new hosts here, Nick and Pete here on Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything. Uh, Blake donated another $2 and said, Angel uh, Beats is about the afterlife. So that thing you looked up yes. earlier oh, about the afterlife. Uh, so like, are, are right? they or maybe. like are they straight up dead? And like we're having like a, a sitcom anime in like heaven or hell? Like is that is that what you mean? I am. I am I'm curious. I am. now I'm even more fascinated. I am. Yeah. They, yeah. They're, it's a high school in the afterlife. That is that is fascinating. Yeah. He, I don't know why I thought it was an, uh, a um, idol anime. But I, I can see you get the vibe. Yeah, I did get that I mean? vibe, especially I think when I Googled it before, I think it seemed that way. But maybe you know, he also things came are back, not always what they seem. It's true. And Blake came back and did another <clears throat> tune and said, Webtoon, uh, read, refund, high school. I know, I've never used Webtoon, but mm-hmm. maybe I'll you, try it. I guess you could read a whole bunch of stuff on there. I've never heard of that, actually. Yeah. 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 Um, but thank you, Blake. Don't Kyle donated to Rial and said, a video name, Yukio Ever Wrong. How a bet can end bad. Ooh. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I don't think I'm going to make a specific video on Yagi, but, yeah. It's cool. Well, you don't have to make it. Some other like, right. drama I guess, makes yeah. it about how you went yeah, and played. Yeah, if, if the community you was, your, was big uh, enough. drama channel. <laughs> That's right, when you start your drama channel. You give nothing. Oh, okay. Shiose is saying, Shiose thinks Yuga made Kaizo as a reconnaissance unit. And that's just her crack theory right now. Um, so, infiltrate double six poses the band leader now of you know Yoshiro and and Geta, but it's really just Yuga's doing the whole time. I mean, we've said often Yuga plays four D chess. He does. So <laughs> he does play four D chess. And it's probably pretty easy to invade a group that has sixty six members, by the way, that are all boomers. So they Pro- they don't know. Pro- probably pretty easy. I like, that. I like that theory. We've also seen Yuga use Kaizo off screen, like with the Machine Cavalry Club when they were being held hostage to go to the mines and you yeah. know, so like he's he's done it before. He might be annoying, but he puts in the work, Kaizo. He really does. Well, Yuga puts in the work to program Kaizo to now that. That felt blasphemous. <laughs> yeah, I, feel like like I, I like to give Yuga credit. He deserves credit, but like all the credit? I mean Uh, Janeth came back and donated another to Canadian and said, I sent the video, please react on stream. What was the video again? Uh, it was, she sent it to your email. She did not specify. All right, I'll see if I can get it. I probably won't be able to play any video on stream. Yeah, exactly. it, runs into a and it also runs into a copyright issue. Yeah, yeah it's difficult. But maybe Dylan could do something like that as a, like a Vimeo or something. 
Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it's already on YouTube. Yeah, well, um, we I actually bring it up for next. I don't even have um any access to um Spe- to speakers. Yeah, on that it literally won't from... even play. Yeah, so it's not like you won't play. be able to hear. Yeah, his, his desktop doesn't have speakers right now. We have yeah. no way of listening to it. Yep. Um, but it's something we can address for next time. Absolutely. After watching it. So Absolutely. thank you, thank you, Janet. Uh, TNX Rail donated two pounds and oh, said he's a, he's a heat, by the way. Oh, did I say? Oh, I'm sorry. I meant hey. I'm sorry. Uh, and said, Roman's VA has got a new EP out uh, called Forced Shutdown. Re- yeah, um, Roman's VA, by the way, she is a complete badass. She's I, awesome. She's an a incredible great singer. singer like, yeah. in, in real life. And One song, I can't remember what anime it's for, but she's great. She's phenomenal. Um, I will definitely be looking for Shutdown. Look it up right after the stream. But thank you. Send new music. That's yeah, no, she's great. I really like, honestly, all the voices. I I'm been obsessed with that special ending of Roa. I I love that. I oh, Miniscape, great. yeah. We need another. Oh yeah. my god. She's always on um on the after on the, show. on the end yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. 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 I I, I really like that little bit that they. Yeah, did. no, she's, I, she's I like great. they added that. Me like, too. They, yeah, they yeah. add. I love those giant cards. They also yeah. seem like they have good chemistry together. Oh yeah, I'm sure they do. I'm sure so. they do. Just seems like a fun show to work on, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Kyle donated another two real. Kyle going crazy again. And said, going forward, question mark, more like not going anywhere for 100 episodes. Which <laughs> is true. That's no, good. That's true. He's not wrong. I got that it. Was, I got this guy. That was rough. Yeah. No, he's right. He's absolutely it was, it was, right. It was a bit much. No. It was a bit I, much. I wasn't going to say forced shuffle. Pegasus is not here. Pegasus say is not here. And there will be no shuffle talk on this on this one. Blake be here, dude. Blake donated two dollars and said, "Ever thought of reacting to a webtoon comic?" Um, no, I've never thought of reacting to a webtoon comic. I think, in the sense of videos, I'm probably gonna just stay with Yu-Gi-Oh for a long That's time. Fair. Maybe something on Twitch related to that. Yeah. Twitch, I do Yu-Gi-Oh, but I branch out a little more. Something a little improvisational. Yeah, so maybe, but no plans right now. No plans right now. Respect. Respect. Yes. Uh, Electric Kevin donated another five Australian. Thank you so uh, much, Get hyped for tomorrow. Ash is versus Iris. Iris, the champion. Don't know who will win, but whoever wins will become a top 99 strongest trainer in the anime. So that's got to be a new Pokemon anime going on. Yeah. They made her the champion, I'm pretty sure. He said Iris, the champion. Yeah, I'd heard that, which is crazy. So, cool. Does Ash ever get it? Is Ash ever the champion? I saw that. Like a year ago, right? Yeah. It was a big no. deal when he finally won, like for the first time ever. Yeah, in no, history. I think he did win Sun and Moon. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think he did. He finally but, um, won. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's something I definitely don't know about. Yeah. yeah, I gotta watch that. I mean, the new Pokemon show seems really lit. I love all the new cast. I think Gary Oak is, if he hasn't already, I think he showed up again. Yeah. So like, yeah. So like, I gotta, yeah, I gotta. That's a rabbit hole that I don't know if I want to go down. Yeah, that's no, a lot. To I know because I'm worried with me. I'm like really a completionist. So if I watch that season, I might be like, well, let me watch the season before. You know. So like I, there's a lot of episodes there. I just I wish I had more time. Wish I could just have like three months where like time doesn't move forward and I could just watch shows for Is, three months. Right, that'd be pretty great. Yeah, that'd, that'd be pretty be, great. That would be. But electric excellent. Kevin, thank you so much, my man. And I'm happy the Pokemon show has been doing as well as it's been doing. Really been cool. bonkers. Yeah, uh, Xlayer donated another two. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Xlayer. And said maybe the top of Hexagon is part of Kohasika Six. They got so upset. But how bad they suck that they formed a new company. I mean, 66 members, it's not impossible. I would hope that they're keeping those a little separate. Yeah. But I don't think we're ever going to even see Top of Hexagon again. Huh, Granted, not. I said that after the Arc 2, and they did show up at the beginning of Arc yeah, 3. Yeah, but I, I, I was saying that they were going to be nameless 
characters. Oh, yeah, and you were right. Yeah. So, and they'll remain that way. And I think most of Goa double six. That, it reminds me of Top of Hexagon, especially when they said there's 66 members. Definitely not something that I was in favor of. Definitely mm -hmm. not. So. But what are you going to do? Yeah, it, is, it is what it is. It is. Rolling through these notes. We've heard that a lot. Ease with ease. Yes. Uh, T-Pink Snap donated $5 and said, Hey, Dylan, I still say you should voice Nick Yagi for the dub. And Thank you, Pink Snap. Well, and that's after hearing my Australian accent. Right, that yeah. was after. That's what's even scarier. Yeah. No, that's actually an honor. So, Pink Staff, that's thank you. That's an endorsement of your accent. Yeah, so, Pink Staff, thank you so much for that. Um, I don't... I know the, the vetting process for... By the way, I know some roles that have already been confirmed for the dub that I, I can't give any information on. Nick Yagi probably has not been casted at this point but yeah, I, I know i know the, the main line. four has at the very least um i i know the process i i don't think they would ever ask a youtuber i mean they they want general genuine voice actors mm -hmm. so i the thought a lot of people say like hey maybe they'll bring you into voice i am like an friends. extra that'd be kind of cool it would be cool i am friends with people at that work there obviously i've had people on my channel i'm friends with some of the producers as well you should um, you should play a character but it won't happen in that universe that is just obsessed with covering the Yu-Gi-Oh duels that are going on Fits right in. People yeah. have done that before. I've said that. Yeah. That'd be amazing, amazing dude. If, the, if there's a, a wait, bro. A, well, imagine if there is a character though. I'm always like, based by the way, off you. Yeah. It could like, happen. I'm very happy. There's yeah. no. There's never been a Dylan in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Because I hate. I actually don't like saying my own name. It's sure. weird. No, I yeah. kind of get that. Um. So it would be annoying talking and saying like, yeah, and then Dylan. You know, it just would be weird. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy there hasn't been a character named Dylan. But if they ever brought in a character that was like. A very nerdy, like obsessive character with like covering, like in some yeah. sort of social media format. I would, I would wonder if that's like a reference, you know. Yeah. And then you sue Konami for using your likeness without your permission. I would never do Rich. that. Who was, who was the actress that tried to sue GTA for uh, Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, I think she. she I'm pretty sure she won. She won. Let's look that up. Wow. Makes you look that up. Yeah. Okay. Be my lookup guy. Well, Pink Staff, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you so much for the donation. Pink Staff, I will say thank you for the donation. Appreciate you being here. Um, you should be psychologically evaluated for a comment like that. Uh, Kyle donated ten real and said, uh, "Thank God Yu-Gi-Oh uh, doesn't get the PT dub since GX. Imagine Dylan trying to do a Brazilian accent. Also, check out this Brazil video." Of a priest doing an online auction of a lasagna while on a hammock. What? That's that not a real thing. That sounds like the chaotic, chaotic energy I'm ready That for. is not yeah. real. I will, uh, I will look that up, yeah. Kyle. Thank you so much for the donation, what man. hell? Braz I can't do a Brazilian accent. I couldn't even try. Yeah, no. I, what? Yeah. Did, did she win, in fact? No, she lost. Yeah, she did yeah I thought she I lost. I remember yeah. it was her that, that sued for it. Yeah, I don't even think it looks like her. No, I think it looks more like Kate like Upton. or. Yeah, or I can like, see that more. Let's see. It's no. just it's just a blonde girl. Like it's, it's just girl. it's just a woman. Who cares? Uh, Kyle donated another two real and said Otis is Yusaku after six years of looking for I. <laughs> That's a good theory. He's so the ramen dark. guy is <laughs> Yusaku. After he's lost it. Imagine if that's you old had Yusaku. a theory of that where you said like, what if there was a story like continuation of Reigns? Well, like, I think Yusaku would be Yusaku the is like a little, and I know other people said that too, where yeah. he's just nuts. Yeah, I would love that. I it would be very fascinating. Yeah. I think I think no. three months of isolation. No. I think he lost his mind. I think it's possible. Absolutely yeah. not, Alex. He wasn't in a good mental state to begin no, with. No, he was pretty. So. He was out there. Seeing Yusaku as a villain, by the way, would be terrifying. It would I be would, really yeah. good. 
Um, but guys, that pretty much wraps things up here. Episode 46, Grill to Perfection, Ooh. hashtag the Yogster. The Nick Yagi duel has finally ended, but we're not done. Hot wings, cowboy hats, all out next Wednesday night. You don't want to miss it. Every Wednesday night, 8.30, p.m. Eastern Time. We uh, apologize that Caliber couldn't be here, but we hope you still enjoyed. To everyone that donated, X-Slayer, I got to give you a special shout out. And uh, Maddie for those massive $50 yeah, donations earlier. Thank you so much. I'm in the works of getting some more lighting, of potentially getting another high quality webcam. Uh, maybe get some music done as well that we can play in the background. Um, and then, of course, the uh, different games, you know, buy and hold. That was a fun game. Well, I, I maybe, like bye, bye, bye. maybe we'll change the names up. a little bit. And then we'll figure out something else I, with that. Yeah, I think that's a great because idea. Because I think it's fun. And we'll try to add more games and more segments to hopefully give uh, yes. you guys a chance to interact. But even if you didn't donate to everyone that's here, thank you so much. And if you did donate, thank you so, so much. I appreciate each and every one of you. I stream on Twitch. These guys are great, by the way. They got a lot of stuff linked down below. They are part of this team, obviously, week in and week out. Please do them a favor. Please do uh, me a favor and yourself a favor and follow them. They make great content. Um, you guys can uh, plug away. Cool. And thank you for doing this again. Of course. You guys Thanks for having you anytime, dude. Anytime. The best day of the week for me. Is it really? Because for yeah, me, it I is. Love it. Yeah. I don't know if you're being so I love hanging out with you guys. love hanging out with the chat. Yeah. For, me, just, for, for me, it is. I love just making our memories on camera. We're going to look back at this shit in 20 years and go, this was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. absolutely. I very much agree. Absolutely. Um, Flash forward to 20 years. And episode three of <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! 13. That would be crazy. Oh, man. All right. Uh, anyway, go. Um, so I um, I totally forgot what I was going to promote. Uh, <laughs> I stream on Twitch. Um, Nick Fights Moms. I've finally been getting back into it after a pretty extended hiatus with like doing it like once a night or, whatever, or once a week, rather. Because um, the semester's now over, so I have this whole summer to... Um, do a whole bunch of streams with you guys. We can go later. We can, you know, we can do a whole lot more. Um, last, I know, two nights ago, I did uh, Minecraft for the first time in a while, trying to get that server back up. Um, yes, we have. So that would be a good time if we can all get in on that. On a well, I guess that's a sub, uh, right? Hmm? That's a sub server. The the Minecraft server. It is. It's it's yeah. Or channel it's members. For, it's or for channel members yes. or patrons or Twitch subs. So if you're one of those, try to uh, get in on that realm that. Uh, Dylan has, and we could have a great, great time on Minecraft. And, and it is like. open all the time. Yeah, it's, 20, it's on 20. Yeah, you don't have to worry about him hosting it. Yeah. It's open constantly, so that'd be a lot of fun. Um, I play in a band called Mom Fight, hence the name Nick Fights Moms. Um, we have a bunch of stuff, uh, you know, two EPs uh, on all streaming platforms, money, um, that you can buy or stream anywhere. Uh, if you're into loud, heavy music, we're in the process of writing a full length. Um, I personally perform uh, some sad boy indie shit uh, <laughs> under the name Nameling. I have an EP that came out in January, but most of you know that. But you can stream that literally anywhere. Um, Spotify, you know, Apple Music, Amazon, wherever. Wherever you can stream or buy music, you can find it. Nameling, ask again. And I have a new song coming out this summer, so be on the lookout for that. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, uh, yeah Run Channel, YouTube, Coolest Gamers. Uh, things have been... A little slower there. Uh, episode 6 of Falcon the Winter Soldier will be up tomorrow, so you can check out for that, and that will conclude that series. There's some trailer reactions that went over there as well. Also, a first in 10, the NFL football podcast I do with my friend Brian. Yeah. That's on the channel right now. You'll notice 
Well, Pete, is it on the channel? Because I don't see it. If you go to the playlist and you link it there, I didn't want to flood your feed given how many videos came out last week. It is there, so you can check out all our mm -hmm. thoughts on the draft and free agency before the draft happen. Maybe we'll do a post-draft show. We'll end up seeing if we can get our schedules coordinated. Uh, coming up, some interesting things. In June, there'll be Loki, which is you could mm -hmm. kind of expect. Uh, but Dylan and I, and maybe some others, are going to be doing the show Invincible on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's to become, in the next couple weeks or so, we're going to figure out some times for that and get together. Uh, so if that interests you, uh, reactions to the channel will be coming very shortly. And as always, as I say, follow me on Twitter, at PeteVagaro. Yeah. Follow these guys. Great stuff to come. Uh, you guys know where to find me. Thank you all so much for your uh, amazing, amazing support. Also, be on the lookout this Sunday, Mother's Day. You have a very special guest yes. for a very special video. Yeah, top yeah. ten moms on Sunday. Uh, you know, that'll be a fun yeah, one. And great. then uh, on Friday, I'm doing a pretty massive video where I'm ranking every single duel that the Yu-Gi-Oh protagonists have lost. Um, it's about 18 duels. Not we're not doing duels that were like interrupted. So like you know, Yuma versus Flip or not Flip Caswell, where we get like the last turn. We're not counting those, but uh, that'll be a big video on Friday, and of course, top ten moms on Sunday, and Pete's uh, legacy review out tomorrow as well, episode sixteen. So that's what you have to look forward to for the rest of the week. Thank you guys so much for your incredible support of this segment. We will see you again Wednesday night with another episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens Up. Nick T. Pete, thank you so much for the assistance and being a part of this. You guys are amazing. Happy to thank be you here. all so much for watching, and I hope you have. An amazing, amazing day. day. Take See care, guys. guys. See you later.